We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. All right, back with you. It's a Monday. Good to be here. Boy, I'll tell you what, Saturday was a little dicey in the morning, wasn't it? Had that big uh, whole line of severe weather come through our area at about 9 o'clock. I was on the air with car and truck doctors, and uh, the sirens were going off right where we were We were at, outside the uh, the studio there on the hill by the uh, Catholic Boys School on Father Tribu Drive, and uh, found out later it went right over us, basically, and then got out there to the west uh, or to the east of us and uh, screwed around with Carlisle and with Scott and those areas out there. I think there was a gentleman in Carlisle that ran into some different uh, problems, uh, had, a, uh, had an area knocked down, a building knocked down, uh, had a couple of EF1s. In that area, a couple people got hurt. Nobody, I guess, real seriously that I've heard. Uh, And uh, nobody, uh, thank goodness, uh, was hurt really bad or killed uh, by uh, about three or four uh, twisters that made their way uh, through uh, the area. Hey, today we are out at Roland Wraps. We're uh, in the uh, North Little Rock area right off of McCain. I'll give you an exact address here in in just a few moments. And uh, I'll tell you about some giveaways that are going to be happening. Uh, You Come by and register and find out how you can win uh, maybe some free window tinting. Uh, Some Yeti products they're going to be giving away. We're going to have all of that for you as uh, today unfolds uh, for us here in uh, uh, Roland Wraps. Their address, just so you know, is uh, 4221 Richards Road uh, here in North Little Rock. It's right off of McCain. If you get off uh, the McCain exit and and head east, uh, you'll uh, get to Richards and uh, hang a left. That's if you're coming from 67-167 and uh, take a right if you're coming up McCain uh, east, you know, heading west. Like if you've been eating at BJ's, then you. <laughs> I would know this because I eat at BJ's so much. You you hang a right. Uh, again, that is forty two twenty one Richards Road in North Little Rock, and that's D and D or Rolling Wraps. You'll see both on the same side of the building and uh, stop by and and uh, I am back in the uh, work area, so just come on back and say hello. I think we're going to have a food truck, at least one, maybe two. And, uh, you know, you can buy some food that we're here. But the big deal is that we're giving away some Yeti products and things of that nature. I'm going to get into all of that uh, as we go on. Now, 3 o'clock, joining me by phone, uh, Blair Ellis is going to be with us. And uh, Blair is the uh, Republican National Convention uh, Communications Director. We'll be talking to them, 
I uh, want to, you know, the, the Democrats, uh, the ones that want to have the uh, be picked by the Democrat Party to run for president in 2020, were fanned out all over the United States, but basically in North uh, New Hampshire, pardon me, New Hampshire, and then down in Texas and Austin and you know South by Southwest, which used to be an art festival, but recently has turned into more of a political uh, gathering for all the crazy lefties uh, that want to get together and talk about how they want to, quote, transform America. And you know that it's going to be big time transformed if what Obama did wasn't good enough. And you got some on the left that are now uh, in the Democrat Party uh, that are saying that Obama, uh, what he did wasn't enough. He just didn't do enough. They want to do even more. And we almost didn't survive the eight years he was there. Lord help us if we get eight more years of uh, hope and change like that. They'll come up with a different terminology with it, you know, like uh, socialism for all or something like that. But we're going to talk about all of that for sure in the 3 o'clock hour. Talk a little bit about it uh, before we get to the 3 o'clock hour because I've got, I got, a, I've got this interview that Elizabeth Warren did uh, over the weekend that I, that I want you to hear where she said, I am not a democratic socialist. You got to hear this. It's, 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 it's just absolutely, uh, really, uh, crazy. Uh, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren running into a labeling problem, as she says, the democratic presidential candidate is trying to do her best to, uh, destroy the democrat socialist label for who knows what for. She doesn't know what she is. She hasn't said what she is. CNN uh, has a report of her conversation with uh, Anad Graheritis at the uh, South by Southwest in in Houston. Uh, said, uh, Warren, Bernie has to speak to what democratic socialism is, and you are not one, she was asked. I am not. And the centrists have to speak to whatever they're doing. What I can speak is to how... I am doing, Warren said. She continued, all I can tell you is what I believe and that it that there's an enormous amount to be gained from markets, that markets create opportunities. However, you got to read what she says around that, all right? She says markets have to have rules. So who sets up the rules, huh? They have to have a cop on the beat, adding that, quote, markets without rules is theft. That sounds like a socialist to me. But anyway, that's what she had to say. Uh, Warren followed up her uh, not a democratic socialist statement in an interview with CBS's Face the Nation, where she proclaimed her love of capitalism, so long as strict rules were in place. Now, let's, let's, let's think about this for a moment. She says she's all for free markets, but free markets must have rules. Do you get to be free if they got a bunch of rules? That seems like to me what they're saying is she doesn't trust free markets. She trusts rules. That's what she trusts, not free markets. So you just you got to listen. She's saying just the opposite of what she's trying to me. That's what she's doing. 
So uh, we're going to listen to that interview uh, with Face the Nation. That's coming up here in a moment. Let me go ahead and quickly get our first break in so uh, we can do that. And then I'll be back with more here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We're out at uh, Roland Wraps D&D Sun Control, uh, 4221 Richards Road in North Little Rock. More in a moment. 1001. I have no idea. You're back. All right. Back with you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We're live out at... Uh, the uh, Roland Wraps, D&D, Sun Control, Inc., 4221 Richards Road in North Little Rock. And uh, sorry I was a little late getting back for you, Zach, but they're coming by and giving me some things uh, uh, to do here. Let's see what we got. Well, we got $70 if you want to do your uh, the two front roll-up windows. If you want to tin them, it's 70 bucks and $10 and 10 since you tell me what put put those headphones on you talk to me on the air and tell me what it is we got here lynn lynn dyer is here lynn what do you got so we've got uh if you can come by here and for ten dollars and ten cents you can get coasters that are already unwrapped and they will wrap them for the next hour so if you've got any coasters uh just come by here or you can get coasters from them and they will wrap them for you for ten dollars and ten cents so if you go to their facebook page they get all this stuff posted right yes okay and what's their facebook address do you know rolling wraps is it facebook.com slash rolling wraps yes okay so that's, that's what you got to do and you can uh, look at that and, and and take care of it uh i'm looking at my time if I start right now, I think we can get most of uh, uh, Warren's uh, audio in. So let's go ahead and play that. Here was her interview she did on uh, Face the Nation. Uh, quite a venue for us to be doing it. We surrounded <laughs> I should by say. all these Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton, she's the one. Willie Nelson. Oh yeah, there's Willie. Man, <laughs> this is fun. BB King. Yeah. Um, well, I wanted to start by asking about your the proposal that you've unveiled here in the last few days mm-hmm. um, and I guess my my big question is why 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 does this have to be done because the giant tech companies right now are eating up little tiny businesses startups uh, and competing unfairly look at it this way someone like Amazon runs a platform you know the place where you buy your coffee maker and get it delivered in 48 hours and that's great but in addition to that, they're sucking up all that information about every purchase, every sale, and every one of the other little businesses that are offering their products on Amazon. And when Amazon sees one that's profitable, they say, hmm, think we'll go into business against them now that they've got all this extra information. And they put their own business out there to compete on selling coffee makers, put themselves on page one put the competitor back on page six and the competitor's business is just gone. So what I'm saying is we've got to break these guys apart. You want to run a platform? That's fine. You don't get to run a whole bunch of the businesses as well. You want to run a business? That's fine. You don't get to run the platform. Think of it this way. It's like in baseball. You can be the umpire or you can own one of the teams, but you don't get to be the umpire and own the teams. And let me just get this clear. If you had your way, Facebook would have to sell off Instagram. Mm-hmm. Amazon would have to sell off 
Whole Foods. All those little businesses that they're running, competing businesses. Yep. I, I, who, who is the federal government to tell these companies they have to do that? Uh, there's antitrust law that's been around for more than 100 years. And the federal government has done this many times. For example, broke up Standard Oil, uh, broke up the, the uh, great monopolies of the late 19th century and early 20th century. And the reason for that is so that we can keep a competitive economy. You know, I think of it this way. I like markets. I think markets produce a lot of good. But markets have to have rules. And so when everybody starts out, think of it like a plowed field. You know, everybody starts out, they plant their seeds, they make it go. That's great, as long as everybody's competing. But when one gets so big that it means nobody else gets a chance to compete, including no consumer gets any more choice, then we got a problem. And that's what antitrust laws are for. You can imagine uh, and you know that this idea has gotten a lot of criticism. From well, we've spoken from we spoke, for example, to Howard Schultz, the guy who's thinking about running as an independent uh, billionaire. Yes, right? um, and he he suggested that your proposal is quote inconsistent with our free enterprise system and said that it's emblematic of Democrats proposing his word fantasy ideas that will never be implemented, and that instead perhaps you could just find ways to discuss with these companies ways to make it more competitive. You mean we could ask these multi-billion-dollar companies nicely? if they would not eat up the competition and um, just behave better in the marketplace? Really? We've had laws around against antitrust activity and predatory pricing for over a hundred years because we understand that the way markets work are when there's real competition in that market. Look at Facebook, for example. You know, I don't know about you, but there are a lot of people who said, I don't like how Facebook handles privacy, right? They're sucking up all my information and my kids' information. So along comes WhatsApp. And WhatsApp says, tell you what, we're going to offer what we think is a better product and we're going to give you a lot better privacy. Now, Facebook had two choices at that point. Facebook could have said, dang, maybe what we better do is make our company better compete more aggressively, see what people want on privacy, or we could use the fact that we are a multi-bazillion dollar corporation and just stomp out the competition. They bought the competition and now they're sucking the data out of the competition. But now they're also potentially shifting towards a more privacy focused huh. business model. Maybe, if that's what they decide. Do you actually believe them? We'll see. Well, we'll see. No, it's not good enough to say, we'll see. That's my privacy. That's my children's privacy. This is not about we'll see. This is about markets don't need AG and we all hope you will obey. It's you put a cop on the beat. The way markets work is they have to have rules and they have to have a cop to enforce them. A market without rules is theft. And I'm not in favor of theft. I'm in favor of markets that produce real competition. And you know that this uh, kind of proposal feeds into the arguments that Republicans have been making to label Democrats as anti-capitalist, adopting these socialist ideas. Uh, what's, your, what's your response to that charge? Yeah, look, they can say whatever they think is going to help them along, but the reality is it is not capitalism to have one giant that comes in and dominates a monopolist that dominates a market. What I have supported all the way through 
are the kinds of things that help level the playing field. So, for example, uh, I think we should have an ultra-millionaire's wealth tax. Uh, because right now, the top one-tenth of one percent will pay this year, all in on all their taxes, about 3.4% of their net wealth in taxes. The 99.9% will pay about 7.4% of all their wealth. So I think a level playing field says that the big guys have to pay, kind of like everybody else does, and they have to pay to help create some opportunities, because after all, those great fortunes in America that people built, worked hard, had great ideas, or inherited, those great fortunes were built here in America with workers that all of us paid to educate, with uh, their goods got to market on roads and bridges that all of us helped to build. They were protected in their factories by firefighters and police officers that all of us helped to support. So what we're really saying is, look, just put a little bit back in the kitty. This is what we're asking for. Pay a fair share so the next kid has a chance to build something great and the kid after that and the kid after that. But you know you're getting labeled and you're getting coupled in with a few of your other Democratic contenders as someone who is, supports socialist ideas. Can we, do we describe you as a capitalist? What's the best way yeah. to describe you? I believe in markets. Markets that work, markets that have a cop on the beat and have real rules and everybody follows them. I believe in a level playing field. And as long as we've got that, then we will get the best out of markets. Because it means the people who come up with great ideas, who work hard, are the ones who will prosper, not simply those who were born into wealth. So if you get labeled as a socialist? Well, it's just wrong. Um, Silicon Valley has obviously been a reliable source of democratic financial support, uh, especially in recent cycles. Given this proposal, um, are you going to decline financial support from tech executives or tech employees if they decide to get to your campaign? <laughs> Look, nobody's been beating down the door, but let me be clear. I'm not in Washington to work for billionaires. I'm in Washington to help level the playing field so that everybody gets a chance to get out there and compete. We were just outside here in Austin at this conference and I'm talking to all these young tech entrepreneurs who just want a chance to get in the game. Right now, with giants like Amazon and, and Google and Facebook, do you know how venture capitals talk about the space around them? They call it the kill zone because they don't want to fund businesses in that space because they know Amazon will eat them up, Facebook will eat them up, Google will eat right. them up. We need a chance for every one of the young people in that room to thrive, to get their idea out there. And if it turns out to be the next Google, good for them. You said nobody's beaten down the door. How is fundraising going for you? Uh, as far as I know, it's going great. You know, it's a lot of small dollar fundraisers. And here's been the fun part. I've actually been calling people who donated $25, $5, $50, $10, and had some great conversations with folks. I get a chance to ask them, why you gotten, what, what pulled you into this? And people talk about the things that matter most to them. They talk about childcare. They talk about student loans. Uh, they talk about an America where they're gonna have a chance to build something. 
Real quick on two other things. The House this past week had the vote on a resolution condemning hate of all sorts because of what one congresswoman had said, Ilhan Omar of Minnesota. Many considered it anti-Semitic. Others said it's being misinterpreted. What's your view on what she said? But my view is that we condemn anti-Semitism and Islamophobia wherever it appears. We are a democracy, and in a democracy, we have to talk about our differences. Okay, uh, we don't need to listen to her talk about that. I wanted you to hear the, uh, and there was only about another 10 seconds left. Bottom line, I wanted you to listen closely to her definition of capitalism. Capitalism is free markets with rules. How many rules? I like how she said these people who wanted to get a business started but were going to get gobbled up. How do they get gobbled up? The big companies buy them. That means the people who have devised these uh, new uh, businesses are getting their money. We'll talk more when we come back. All right, so let's talk a little bit. By the way, first of all, let you know we're at Roland Wraps. Uh, this is at 4221 Richards Road, and they do some of the best work that you can do. If you're a business, you got a car that needs to be wrapped, they can help you with that. Uh, a van, a full-scale truck, an RV, you name it, they can wrap it for you. You just come over and talk to them about that. We, we're giving away some stuff uh, for that. I'm going to turn it over to Lynn Dyer. She'll tell you uh, some of the things that are going on. For instance, you need to... You need to uh, you know, tent up those front windows so you got, you know, a little darker tent on them so you don't get hot during the summer when the sun's blazing through your uh, your uh, front windows. What what can we do for them here at Roland Wraps today? What you need to do, you need to go to their Facebook page, and on their Facebook, you'll see what they're posting that you have a chance to win. Right now, if you, they're giving away seventy dollars for two front windows to be done, to be tinted. Then they're also doing coasters that are unwrapped. You can get get these coasters for $10.10 for the next hour, and they will wrap them with whatever you want on them. Okay, so they're coasters like you put drinks on them? Yes. Okay, that's cool. You could get something, get a picture of your family or something, and they can take that picture and make it into a wrap for your coasters, and you can have uh, specialty coasters at your house. Right. That, that'd work out. That works out. Uh, all you have to do, just so you know, is stop by here and tell them you heard about it right here on 101.1 FM, The Answer, and they'll help take care of all of this for you. Uh, we're at 4221 Richard Road in North Little Rock. It's easy to get to. If you come down 67167, and you get off on McCain, and you head east, uh, you come up to uh, Richards Road, you go hang a left, and Richards Road is well marked, you'll see it, and you're just about two blocks away uh, from the folks here at Roland Wraps. Uh, uh, don't get confused, it is a Roland Wraps on the building, it also says D&D Sun Control on the building, so it's... It, you know, it's all one business, and it's all here, because if you get uh, things uh, taken care of the way you should, then the sun won't uh, uh, cause the color inside your car to fade and things of that nature, and you won't get too, you won't too, get too, uh, uh, 
too hot in your automobile as well. Evans is here. I'm going to put him on on with me. He's just the owner of uh, Rolling Wraps and talk to him about this. He's been at this for quite some time. How many years you've been doing this now? Tenton windows, 28 years. Let me turn that microphone a little bit like that. We should hear you now. Better? Yeah. Yeah, you're here now. Check, check. Okay. You're sounding good. Okay. All right. So uh, talk a little bit. You're, you're going to do this thing with front windows. Is that $70 off the two front windows? No, that's what it cost. Okay. 70 bucks. Period. You get the front the two door. windows taken care of. Yes. And all anybody has to do is stop by here today while we're on the air, say they want that done. Won't take 10 minutes. Very cool. I'm liking that. And that will cool down your car significantly, won't it? Yes, absolutely. So when, when I first was in business, I had this really nice lady, and we tended her car, and I said, well, you want it darker? No. You want it? No. She said, I want it because I don't want the left side of my face to wrinkle faster than the right side. So That's I've been pretty using, good. I like that. I've been using that for 28 years, and it's true. If you look at... The number one cause of death in a truck driver is skin cancer. Okay. So, and we also have a film now that's legal to put on the entire front windshield. You wouldn't be able to tell that it's on there, but it keeps out 99.9% of the UV. Okay, so it kills the ultraviolet. Yes. That's very good. It's, if, and I tell people this, and they laugh. If you live in Little Rock, Arkansas, or in Arkansas, period, Texas, and you don't tint the windows in your car, you're just silly. doesn't have to be dark. Uh-huh. I mean, I can. I, I, my dad's car, I tinted. You couldn't tell it was tinted unless you got in the car. And we did a test with his car. Um, he drives a Lexus, had a Lexus parked right next to it, identical, same color, same interior. My dad's a big golfer, went to play golf with a buddy of his. Their cars were parked side by side, came in and tested the car. My dad's was 80 degrees cooler. Wow. Now, it's still hot. You know yeah, I mean? well, you, it's Arkansas. And if you, and it, it, you know, if you left your house in the middle of June and turned the air conditioner off, when you got home, it'd be hot. Yes. But it, it's good. And, and the other thing is when you get in, um, the car cools down a lot, lot quicker. So if you're going anywhere, maybe 10 minutes, it starts to cool down. If you're going 15, 20, 30 minutes, you're turning it almost all the way down. If you go somewhere like Destin or Hot Springs or Texarkana, um, it, it just cools it down so much quicker, you know. I mean, the air conditioners work well in the cars now, but the new Freon that they use, and I'm probably not saying that right, but there's an R20. Yeah, you're right. It's, yeah, and it it sends it's, it ends with FU now. The, yes. Okay. Yes. But you, you've, you figure it out, all right? Right. <laughs> I talk. I talked to many, many technicians, and they said they got the last two letters right. Absolutely, <laughs> they did. So the air conditioners don't work nearly as well. But no, they do not. You know, and and it's and it's evolved like anything. Um, and I tell people this all the time. You know, a two thousand Honda Accord is a great car. Um, I had one, but a you know two thousand nineteen Honda Accord is so much so much better with the bells and whistles and. It's, drive assist automatic stopping um but now the films are that way and so i can i'm able to tint a lot of cars um and houses that people are like wow i didn't you know i didn't know you could do that yeah let's talk about that because everybody when you say tint or wrap they're saying cars that's not necessarily i mean i drive past Arkansas Children's Hospital all the time, and I drive by 
uh, what outlet malls. We did. Yeah. We, we we just we just did a big project for the outlet malls. Um, it is a it, it, it's something that that you are able to put film up or put a color up or put a you know change a a, a whole facade change. Right. Um, the outlet malls they have a new store coming. Let's say it's American Eagle or, or Nike or whatever. We go in and put their logo up and pictures up coming soon, but it's 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 permanent, but it's removable, so it'll stay Very up cool. as long as we want to put it on. That's a whole new market for you, basically. Yes, I mean, you've been doing it for years, but yes. I mean, it really is. A lot of people just don't know about the marketability of this. Well, well, even with our films, everything we do is permanent, but it's removable. So you wrap your car, and it's got a picture of you on the side of it. And you go to trade it in, maybe somebody doesn't want your picture on their car. I can't imagine. That. <laughs> I can't imagine why they wouldn't. <laughs> but, but you, you know, it, it all comes off like it never happened. Plus, it protects the paint. Right. I'm going to get back with you today and sure. talk to you further about sure. uh, uh, your business. We're going to have you on from now and again throughout the whole broadcast. Absolutely. Because I understand you've decided to stick around today. Yes, I'm going to be here. And we've right. got pizza coming, and we got drinks. Oh, we got it all. Good. All right, so come on. We're over at Rolling Rocks. That's at 4221 Richards Road. It's right off of, uh, you know, uh, come, if you get off at 67167, get off on McCain, and you head east, find Richards Road, hang a left, and you'll find us right on the left-hand side of the road. We'll talk to Evans more when we get back here on the Ellswick show. So you never know who's going to stop by the show. Uh, as many of you know that have listened to my show over the 20-odd years I've been here in the Little Rock market, I'm a huge supporter of Israel. I mean, a huge supporter of Israel. Uh, we fly their flag in the studio, uh, but uh, we are big, big supporters. And the uh, Israeli Council General is here with us. Is it Gilda Katz? Is that correct? Gilad. 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 Okay. Gilad Katz is with us right now. Make sure that we get, we get that right. And let's talk about uh, you're here in the Southwest because that's the part of the country that you uh, you keep in contact with and work with. But you were telling me that Israel is a special state as far as Israel goes. Yeah. First of all, uh, Israel's my state. Uh, I was born there. My par- My mother was born there. My dad was born in South Africa. He came to Israel as a, as a teenager. Uh, it's it's a, a very special state for many, many reasons. Um, it's a, the, the biblical state, ancient biblical state. Um, it is also a modern democracy, the only democracy in the Middle East today. Right. Um, and uh, the diversity of the society, the Israeli society, is unbelievable, meaning... We have, uh, I would say, literally from around uh, more than 100 uh, um, uh, states worldwide, parts of the Israeli society, a lot of Americans also here from the southwest, uh, Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas. Um, So we feel very, very close to our biggest, strongest, and most important ally, the United States. So how how does Israel... And, uh, and Arkansas work together? Well, um, I'll just give you one example, and after that I'll, ex- I'll try to explain on a day-to-day basis. Um, Arkansas was the first state in the, in the southwest 
that the legislators um, had a bill, an anti-BDS bill, meaning the BDS movement, the boycott and um, movement that tries to um, harm Israel in any way and form, um, they have, um, st- uh, Arkansas has stood f- firm against that movement. They have a bill that, st- that uh, in a very broad way, tells that uh, no um, um, company that boycotts Israel can in, or the, the the state, the Arkansas state, will not um, um, make uh, um, invest or make business with any company that has um, uh, the um, boycott boycotts Israel. And now that just shows you that it's not only the, an interest between the two states, but also it's a moral um, um, that we share. We share uh, values and moral and. Um, we really, truly thank the Arkansas people, even though there's a very small pond that the, that uh, um, separates Israel and the United States. Even so, um, we, Israel, understand the importance of having the American behind us. When I was a child, about 16 years old, we had these T-shirts, and on the T-shirts there was the F-16 picture of the FT-16. Right. Then it was the new most um, modern um, fire um, 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 uh, aircraft, and below the F-16 was uh, was written, "America, don't worry, Israel's behind you." Mm-hmm. So now I know that Israel doesn't have to worry because America is behind us, and it's got nothing to do with politics. This is justice, truth, and morale. How about uh, politics? I mean, the President of the United States is a solid supporter of Israel. He and uh, uh, Mahayim Begin and and others and and Netanyahu and all of the the folks that are are over in Israel, uh, he moved our uh, embassy. First of all, he recognized Jerusalem as the capital, which is... We voted on it, but nobody would ever follow through on it. So that's very important. That was yeah. a historic uh, decision, uh, and we are very gratitude towards uh, President Trump, his administration, his uh, staffers. Um, it's not only the recognition. It's the understanding that Israel is a normal state. Ex- explain to my listeners, because I don't know if they really grasp the significance of what the president did. Well, I'll just say... Um, I'll just give you two things. First of all, just think of uh, um, um, a scenario that for some reason Arkansas cannot uh, recognize Little Rock as its uh, capital. Mm-hmm. Why? Because there are people or, or, or nations that see Little Rock as, I don't know, a dispute uh, uh, city. And that is un- unthinkable. Um, in Israel, same thing. We... Throughout uh, 4,000 4, years of Israel, of Jewish history, Jerusalem was the only capital of the Jewish state mm-hmm. since the days of, the, uh, of King David. Um, not once during the whole 4,000 years was Jerusalem a capital of any other state or nation. And now, after Israel was founded in 1948... We decided, the modern Israel decided that we want Jerusalem 
to be our capital, just as it was in the ancient times. And that's what we did. Right. And then for political reasons, and only political reasons, no other reasons, the Arab world, led by the Palestinians mainly, they um, um, came out and said that that is... Um, uh, un, uh, un, uh, on, on their side is unthinkable therefore Jerusalem is in, in, in dispute and that's why one cannot recognize Jerusalem as the state of Israel as the capital of the state of Israel now unfortunately many or most of the all the, all the uh, um, countries in the world for political reasons they decided not to take a stance and they just sat on the fence, waited to see how things will turn out. 70 years they've been waiting, nothing has been done. And eventually, after 70 years, came President Trump and decided that it is his obligation and he recognized Jerusalem as the, as the capital of the State of Israel. And not only that, he removed the embassy to Jerusalem. And now that people always thought or they said that that decision will eventually um, hurt the peace process. And we, we the Israelis and the, the administration, we say the opposite. Now, the Palestinians... Finally, after more than a day, after more than two, 25 years from the Oslo Accords, finally they understood that this is not negotiable. They have to stop uh, dreaming about having Jerusalem as their capital. Mm-hmm. They'll have to understand that, digest that. It'll happen. It'll take a little time. We can just now see that the, the skies didn't fall after the recognition. Jerusalem is a united um, um, city. It is the only uh, formal uh, capital of the state of Israel, the Jewish state. And the Palestinians, it'll take them a year, two years, ten years, or even a hundred years. But at the end of the day, the Palestinians will also recognize. And we can see now already more and more Arab states, they won't say it officially, but behind the scenes, I understand that Jerusalem is the capital of the Jewish state. So what other countries now have moved their embassies? There? Well, that's very, it's a very long, long process. It's, we, can, we have Guatemala so far. Um, we're having, it depends. Uh, there are countries that I don't want to mention because it's a very delicate and sensitive issue. Okay. But we're talking about at least two or three more countries that may um, decide to remove their uh, embassies and recognize Jerusalem as the capital in the coming two or three years. And I think that it's only a matter of time that we'll see more and more countries. And and in our lifetime, we'll see at least dozens of of countries that recognize uh, Jerusalem as the capital of the state of Israel. And we'll see, and the day is not long from today, that Arab countries, Arab states will also recognize that. How long do you think it's going to take over in places like Europe? I mean, very pointed question. Depends what the anti. No, but depends which Europe they have there. Europe is not only Europe is a continent. Okay. I mean, you can't uh, um, compare just for the sake of uh, an example. You can't compare France to the Czech Republic. Okay. The Czech, the Czech Republic. The Czech Republic, I think, will recognize in in in. in it's, it's a matter of time. Um, but it's a very good question. 
Europe today, even though only 70 years have passed, or 75 years, sorry, have passed since the end of World War II and the Holocaust, and still the Europeans have uh, difficulty, and I'm very, being very, very, uh, I'm under, un- undermining what I'm saying, they have a very, they have a difficulty in recognizing Israel as the legitimate state of the Jewish people. Yeah, you're being nice. I'm being diplomatic. <laughs> I, I understand. All right. I mean, I get. I mean, here, here in the United States, I don't think that any of us doubt the legitimacy of Israel. Well, I'll tell you one thing: that uh, since I'm here, since uh, August 2017, I've got to know many, many people, plain, simple, patriot Americans, and I can see that. The Americans understand, they can distinguish between good and bad, they can distinguish between right and wrong, and they know that Israel is on the right side of history. Therefore, that is why, and I'm not talking only about the Evangelical Christians, I'm talking about even just a week ago, I had a very, very uh, uh, moving um, um, event at my house in Houston with the Catholics leaderships, and two days before that, I had with the Afro-American leadership. And I can see, when you touch and ask the average American, how does his, um, 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 what's his attitude towards Israel? You see 90%, even more than 90%, are very, very pro and understand the importance of Israel. And as I said, Israel is also the spearhead against the fundamentalistic terror that that unfortunately tries to conquer the western world i agree with you i'm out of time I, i'm out of time thank I wish you very I, much I, we got to have you back since you're in this area we need to have you back it was uh, first of all I've, i have to say thank you very much it was very interesting for me first time you know on a american uh, uh, radio broadcast um, and hopefully I'll, I can only just say this as my conclusion. I urge everyone to go visit Israel. Israel is now celebrating its 70th anniversary. Yep. Go see Israel. You will be uh, um, amazed how modern, how, um, how uh, Western Israel is. Uh, you won't forget it. It will be life-changing. Well, word I get, stick a spade anywhere in Israel, you hit history. I thank you very much for being on the show today. Let's take a break. We've got news coming up, and we'll be back here at Sun Control, Inc. Once again, before you- All right, let's continue on uh, this edition of the Dave Ellswick Show. Monday, typically uh, during this time of the, of the month, we would be over at the Capitol because the General Assembly is meeting. Uh, not today. Today we're out at Roland Raps. We are at uh, 4420 East 43rd Street in North Little Rock. Or if you come to 4221 Richards Road, same same address. Just we're right on the corner of Richards and uh, 43rd. Remember, for 70 bucks today, you show up here and they're going to do your front windows for you. $70, get your front windows done here at Roland Wraps. And that doesn't mean you're going to darken the inside of your car. That, that You don't have to do that. You can just put the UV coating on, and the UV rays are cut out from getting into your car, which is going to cut out a lot of the heat uh, during the summertime 
and hold the heat in during the winter time. Joining us uh, for this half hour, been looking forward for this half hour after hearing all the different Democrats who have been up in New Hampshire and down in Austin, uh, is the RNC National Press Secretary Blair Ellis. And Blair, thanks for giving us some time. Man, we have got a lot to talk about today. We sure do. I appreciate you having me back on. It's always a pleasure to join you. I just it's a it, I just played an interview uh, last hour uh, with Senator uh, Warren and how she tried to tell everybody that she is a hardcore capitalist because she just loves free markets, and then she caveats it by saying with rules. Free markets with rules, and I and it made me laugh to listen to what the what how the lady was saying because it she just it's so much smoke and mirrors that she's doing out there. Let me let me just I got it written down here. I believe in markets, markets that work, markets that have a cop on the beat and have real rules and everybody follows them. I believe in a level playing field, and as long as we've got that, then we'll get the best out of markets because it means the people who come up with great ideas, who work hard, are the ones who will prosper, not simply those who were born into wealth. Well, you know what? You, you'll prosper until you get to a certain size, and then the government is going to knock you down. That's exactly what Warren said. It's unbelievable how, how she portrays herself, and it's, she might as well continue calling herself a Native American if she's going to call herself a capitalist. It is funny to hear these Democrats start to try and position themselves as, you know, as in favor of one thing or the other when we know their record speaks wildly differently. But also, there's certainly some irony in saying that you're for some, you're for free markets, you're for <laughs> capitalism, but then you say, oh, but wait, we need rules to govern, or oh, but wait, you know, we need to, we need there to be rules and regulations in place. Last I checked, that term laissez-faire, that whole policy or attitude of letting letting things take their own course without interference. Fearing, uh, but that flies in the face of let's put rules and regulations on uh, on the economy, or let's put rules and regulations on top of how the free market should work. That is certainly not how um, our, our country is operated, and, and we've experienced some really awesome GDP, some really great uh, consumer confidence numbers, some really rocking unemployment numbers. They're some of the lowest we've seen in decades, and it's because we've had a hands-off approach to the market. Mm. I just I just listened to her talk and and to hear Elizabeth Warren say that she's a capitalist is so laughable it's ridiculous because markets according to her this is her quote markets have to have rules because markets without rules are her word not mine theft you know, which I, again, it's just kind of mind boggling because when you start to look at the record, the record of success that we've had under President Trump, we see the economy's booming uh, and it's doing so without rules. We see record low unemployment. We see the largest wage gain since 2009. Um, we see, we see America stronger than ever on the world stage. We have a president fighting for freer and fairer trade deals. So these are the types of things that can be accomplished when you have a free market approach to capitalism, when you have a free market approach to letting the economy do, you know, take its own course without restrictions or limitations or, or um, interfering on, on 
on any behalf. And so it, it just flies in the face of, I think, e- Economics 101, and maybe we need to send Elizabeth Warren back to her basic econ course or, or have her sit down with some economists that can really talk to her about how to see a successful economy grow and thrive. Yeah, well, she says that her favorite Republican was Theodore Roosevelt and, uh, and I guess the Bull Party and, and whatnot, and how she liked how he tried to break up uh, the big businesses. Totally different historical perspective there than what she is, you know, preaching here in the 21st century. Would you agree? Agree, totally. Yeah, just, uh, and see, that's what worries me is, I look at all these young people in big articles this week about how young people, the uh, millennials and the, the Gen Zers, are are uh, leaning strongly towards uh, socialism because they they don't have any kind of historical uh, precedent that they can they can sit upon and understand what's going on. They see when they see socialism. They think mm-hmm. of uh, Scandinavian countries. They don't think mm-hmm. of the Soviet Union. They don't think about China. They don't think about, uh, you know, a lot of the the, the, the Euro- more strongly socialist European right. countries. They're thinking about, you know, Scandinavian countries. You can't have what we have in our country, uh, you know, here and have the rules that they have in Scandinavia. Right. And we continue to see Democrats really advocate for socialism across the board. It's, you know, it's Elizabeth Warren, but it's it's really all of them at this point. They're embracing these kind of far left socialist policies. And it's a shame because really, you know, we can't let history repeat itself. And I think a lot of that stems from from students. Um, It really needed to take a harder look at at how socialism failed other countries in the past and what it's doing in places like Venezuela or Nicaragua or Cuba right now. They're all corrupt. They're all poverty-stricken. We're seeing these these governments really collapse under themselves. Uh, they don't have the financing to um, to keep their their country running. Inflation is at um, insanely high numbers. We, we see lines out the out the door for food, and um, we see food rations going into effect. It's just heartbreaking when you when you put in the time to really understand what socialism does and what it translates to um, poverty, corruption, and, and hardship for for people. Um, I, it's hard to imagine how anybody could get behind any of these Democrat candidates that are pushing these socialist proposals yeah it's let me just read what came out of uh the poll over the weekend axios had this uh, today the top three voting issues for gen z according to the harris poll now the gen z and the millennials are going to make up 37 percent of the electorate in 2020 here are their three top issues for gen z mass shootings Racial equality in immigration policy and treatment of immigrants. Millennials, their top issues are access to health care, global warming, and mass shootings. I got to tell you what, that's worrisome to say the least. Agree. And there was a Fox News poll, um, you know, a couple weeks ago, back in late February, um, that showed that, you know, 60 percent of Americans, 59 percent of Americans have a, have an unfavorable opinion of socialism, which is great. But then the, what was concerning was the fact that 25 percent have a favorable view of socialism. A quarter of people in our country have uh-huh. a favorable view of socialism. And that, to me, is where it makes me start to wonder 
what are these kids learning in the classrooms? Are they putting in the time to really understanding history and, and how this has played out for other countries in the past? Um, but then again, you know, there's a part of me that when you see these Democrats talking out about, you know, let's have government funded everything, whether it's government funded health care or government guaranteed jobs or a government takeover of, of the next the next greatest thing. You know, they're spinning these proposals as though, number one, they're free. And number two, it's all all good. And what they're not talking about are the, the you know, how, how do we pay for these, number one? And number two, what are the trickle-down effects on not just this generation, but future generations? And what's going to happen if it's free, free, free now? It certainly isn't going to be free, free, free forever. And I think that's really where us as a party, the Republican National Committee, the chairwoman has really stepped in. We have an educational component now on our side that we're responsible for. We now have to make sure that we're informing and educating, um, you know, every American, young young and old, about, you know, the downfalls and the detriment of socialism and what it actually means when, when a Democrat candidate gets up and says, let's have government guaranteed jobs or let's have government funded health care. There is a, a nowadays an educational component because Democrats certainly aren't the ones explaining it well. Yeah, you're right about that. Well, before we go to a break here, I'd like to play something from uh, Cortez. She was, of course, on South by Southwest. And I, I guess, you know, I never in my, I just turned 66 a couple of weeks ago, uh, Blair, and never in my wildest imaginings uh, mm-hmm. would I have believed anyone would have called President Reagan uh, a socialist, but I want, or not a socialist, but a a, a racist. Let me play mm-hmm. this cut here. Here, you're talking about Ronald Reagan. Cut number How one. How special interests and the powerful have pitted white working class Americans against brown and black working-class Americans in order to just screw over all working-class Americans is Reaganism in the 80s when he started talking about welfare queens. Mm -hmm. He's painting this like really resentful vision of essentially uh, black women who were doing nothing that were sucks on our country, right? That's not explicit racism, but still rooted in a racist caricature. Unbelievable. It is. Truly. I'm, There's no other I word mean, for it. I mean, seriously, I I sit there and I wonder what Star would say about that, huh? I like Star had been up there and she would have put her in her place about that. You know, I'm certain I'm certain she would have and I'm sure there are a couple others that would have liked to have responded to that as well. Yeah, I just uh, do you really think that that the the Democratic Party can run somebody like this and have a legitimate shot at the White House? You know, I like to think no. Um, I like to think that we, you know, that Democrats can't keep putting up these socialist people, contenders for 2020 and expecting that they'll have a chance. But, you know, I think there are just a lot of people out there that see the smoke and mirrors and they don't 
check any further to see what's behind the smoke and mirrors. They kind of take these people at their word without really doing any digging to figure out what does this mean? Um, and it, it turns out, you know, when, when we've seen and polling shows, when you explain this concept of Medicare for all, congressional Democrats are really pushing this government takeover of health care. When you explain what it means and how it's going to, to hurt the quality of care provided for the vast majority of Americans if the government takes over health care, how that's going to eliminate private insurance if they have their way, mm-hmm. support for that notion falls. It plummets 12 to 15 points. Um, and so what we know is that if we can if we can get out in front of these Democrats and these socialist policies and start talking about what's behind the smoke and the mirrors of these socialist uh, proposals, we we start to see people tick back towards the, the middle and tick back towards right of center. And so that's really kind of our focus right now is trying to expose what's behind uh, the truth and the reality behind these uh, these far left socialist you know concoctions. Now, let me get a couple more questions in, and I'll let you go because we'll be running out of time. i got to take a break and got to take up the, the, the rest of the time. But, Blair, you know, you got Bernie Sanders is back out there. Cortez is out there. Warren is out there. Uh, Harris is out there. I mean, they all are running towards the left. They're not running towards the, the middle. Now, maybe in the primaries that might work, but it's not going mm-hmm. to work in the general election. We all know that when you run in the general election, you've got to run towards a little bit towards the center, because if you don't, right. you're going to get your head handed to me or to you. And it just seems to me that some of these that are running really far to the left, they're going to end up like McGovern did back in the 70s. Right. You're spot on. And I I think they're all going to have a really hard time positioning themselves out of the far left corner that they've painted themselves in Mm -hmm. when it comes time to start gearing up for the general. Um, But I think that that shows how how um, how nearsighted Democrats are. They're not thinking long term right now. They're just thinking about how are we going to stand out among, you know, the other 10, 15, 20 contenders that I'm running against. And, And you made the point earlier, you know, it used to be Bernie Sanders that was kind of the farthest left of, of contenders. He used to really be the one that kind of embodied these these socialist uh, proposals. And what we've seen is this wholesale shift in the last couple of years of now everybody wanting to be Bernie Sanders and embracing the Bernie Sanders ideas. And, um, and, and again, to your point, I don't think people are, I don't think Democrat 2020 contenders are really thinking about the long-term effects and how that's going to make positioning themselves for the general election that much that much harder. Yeah, look at Warren already trying to get herself away from being looked at as a Democrat socialist and being and embracing now the 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 whole thing of being a capitalist. That should tell us something. They know. I think they know deep in their heart. If you run as a Democrat socialist, you're going to get beat and you're going to get beat bad. Right, right. And, and you know, I think we're just going to have to, you know, really make sure on, on across the board that Americans continue to reject socialism. We, you know, we're starting, we're seeing it. We know that the polls are, are showing us that um, every time, you know, that we get the president out there and he's talking about the differences in, in the path that our country's on versus that of what other countries are on, whether it's Venezuela or Nicaragua or Cuba, um, you know, it translates when you can show that the actual numbers behind how well our economy is doing, how low our unemployment is how high I consumer confidence is, and then you you compare those images with that of Venezuela. You know, it, it speaks a thousand words for you, um, and so that's going to really be the focus of ours right now. Is 
do we want to continue down this this pathway of prosperity and opportunity and democracy, or do we want to turn back the clock on the last two years of progress we've made by putting forth and, and, and allowing uh, allowing people to elect these Democrats into office? So that's going to be the case that, that Republicans and that the RNC is going to try and make. Is there is there a case to be made as far as public education is concerned that perhaps we need to to look into our school systems and see what's being taught? You know, I, I certainly can't speak on behalf of uh, educational systems. They vary from state to state. My mama was a public school teacher for about 30 years, so uh, I know teachers have a, have, have a very hard job. But, you know, I think a lot of this is incumbent upon the individual. You can't just take what you, what you see on the news or what you, what you read online at face value. There's got to be some accountability from person to person to do their own research. Just because you see a link on Facebook or a link on Twitter um, or you watch a video on YouTube doesn't mean it's it's factual. And so there's got to be, I think, some just accountability, personal accountability uh, with every voter to make sure they're, they're, they're fact-checking themselves and that they're cross-referencing what they see to make sure that, uh, that they're, they have a solid understanding of, of what's going on in, in today's world. I appreciate your time. It's always a pleasure, Blair, to talk to you. Blair is the uh, Republican National Committee National Press Secretary joining us here uh, during the Dave Ellswick Show. I'll let you go. Uh, we'll talk further, I'm sure, as the, as the, uh, the year runs by and we, we get a better idea of who uh, the Democrats are going to get behind. Because is it going to be Biden, the guy who said that, you know, Obama... You know, he was a good guy because he, you know, he's clean and he could speak. He could speak right. I mean, come on. This guy has said things that is unbelievable. We certainly have a long road ahead of us to 2020, but I look forward to being able to join you again. All right. We'll talk to you later. Thanks a lot, Blair. You have a great day. Today, Ellswick Show, we're live out at Roland Raps, and uh, we are at 4420 East 43rd Street. Remember, they got a special going on right now for 70 bucks. You can get your front two windows uh, taken care of. Get them, uh, get them uh, wrapped right here at uh, or get them covered with UV film that will keep those UV rays out of your uh, car keeps car uh, cooler during the summer. It also keeps your upholstery from being bleached out by the sun's rays. It's all coming back here in a moment. We're going to continue talk about the uh, uh, election in 2020 and what the Democrats are throwing up right now as possible candidates. I expect that we'll see Robert uh, Steinbach before six o'clock, and we'll have the owner of Rolling Wraps back on with us, Evans Dietz, in a few moments here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick, out at Rolling Wraps. We're at 4420 East 43rd Street. They uh, brought me some new material here to let you know that uh, there's some good things happening here that you should take uh, advantage of. Bring in any Yeti drinkware product, and they're going to personalize it for you for just 15 bucks, and they'll do that for the next hour. Uh, as it says here, the boss man is here in the building, and he's ready to make a deal. Also, if your car's window tent has been bubbling, and we've all seen that, usually it's when you or I try to put it on, maybe it's peeling off, They'll strip it for you absolutely free with the purchase of a new tent job uh, that uh, takes care of that tent, and their tent comes with a lifetime warranty. We've got news coming your way 
right here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Let's get the news in, and then we'll do more when we come back. All right, we are back with you at Roland Wraps at 4420 East 43rd Street. It's fun. you got two different businesses here. One faces over towards Richards Road, and the other faces towards East 43rd. So if I get them mixed up, just forgive me and know that if you come down Richards, you're going to find both of us right at the same location on the corner. You just come down Richards Road from uh, McCain. If you're coming from 67167, you're going to take a left and come down Richards and right there at the corner before you got to make up your mind to go left uh, again, uh, you're going to find uh, Roland Wraps and you're going to find, of course, uh, the uh, folks at D&D. So both of them are right here. But sitting here in the work area with me is Evans, the owner. And I got you. Got to tell my listeners who you played golf with the last few days. Uh, not the last. Well, the last few days I played golf, and uh, I've been in the Dominican Republic with, oh, okay. with, a, with a friend of mine um, named Stephen LaFrance and um, Oscar Johansson and several berries. Um, uh, Mike Malaska, who's a teacher, but uh, before that we played uh, um, with um, Sean Hannity. And I tell this story; it's funny. I'm at Sean Hannity's house, not name dropping. He just was a super nice guy, and wanted. To, and so I had my Yeti cup there, and he's like, "Ev, he called me Ev, you know, instead of Evans." I was like, "Whatever, you can call me whatever you want." A really, really nice guy. Um, and uh, and so I sent him some, um, which I'm going to do for you as well. I sent him some Yeti cups um, with his logo on it, and then he just called me last week and said, "Ev, hey, need some more." Yeti Cups, and his uh, son's a big tennis player at Wake Forest. I grew up playing tennis, okay. so that's how I that's how I ended up meeting my, my my buddy Stephen. That's how he knew him, and so um, the thing that was fascinating to me was just a regular guy. I grew up washing dishes at Sirloin's Inn. A lot of people that listen here know Sirloin's Inn. I wish it was still open. Place was fabulous, um, and he he was a uh, bus boy. From Brooklyn, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's the way he was. He was a uh, prince of a guy, actually. Got his start uh, for that catapulted him into fame over at uh, in Alabama. Yes, in, yes, in Birmingham, and, and that's where he met his wife. Yeah, which I couldn't believe he's from the or had been to the South. Yep, it uh, and I forget what the uh, small town there where the uh, rocket school is. Yeah, that's uh, what Huntsville. Yep, Huntsville. Yeah, Huntsville. Huntsville. What? Yeah, that's so where it is. That's where Space Camp is. Space Camp. That's right. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, uh, he's a great guy. He really is. He's a great American. I could use his liner for him at yes. that time. Sean's a great guy. I've known him for years, and he is what he prepare. You know, he he shows himself to be on the radio and on television. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, he he was the same way when we went to like I said, we went to play golf and. Even having dinner, and we went to. Got, he took us um, to the U.S. Open uh, tennis, and a friend of mine has boys playing. and We got to see wow. that. So it was, it was a neat. Uh, okay, neat. now you, I'm going to ask you. You got to be honest here, all right? How good of a golfer is he? Terrible, <laughs> terrible. Maybe, he, we're he obviously doesn't play very much, um, <laughs> and and uh, and I'm not that good of a golfer either. I'm yeah. a decent. I'm a decent golfer. You know, I'm a maybe a 10 handicap and and uh 
Um, he 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 he, he could hit it, but you could tell he didn't play much. Right, and then it frustrated him. Um, and my buddy Steven's a really good golfer, and and so um, a lot of my friends are really good golfers. I I, I am not. I'm am an okay golfer. I hit it far, but uh, they have the, uh, the funny thing for me is I always find it. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, that's not so much my 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 guarantee. I hit it. I may not find it when it lands. Yes. So my dad, I'll tell you a funny story about my dad. Um, he's been playing golf for a long, long time, and and um, he's had last year was his twenty first hole in one. Whoa. Twenty one. Yeah. And then the cool thing for me is the last eleven or twelve I've seen. Have you ever hit a hole in one? I've had four hole in ones, but I have but never. My brother, hit a hole in one. who's better than my dad and my, and myself put together, uh, who's a great golfer, had never had one, and finally he had one, so he's had one. But my dad's had twenty-one. I don't know anybody else. My buddy uh, uh, Glenn, who's a professional golfer, he's had fourteen or fifteen. But I mean, he's a professional golfer. Twenty-one. I play military golf. Left, you know what, right. You know what, yeah, left. left, right, left, right, left, right. That's exactly how I play golf. I used to be fairly decent, and then I just got to where I didn't want to go out and continue to play and play, and that's the only way you get good. It's, I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm not good. It's frustrating. <laughs> but, it's a, I mean, it's, it's obviously great. I've, I, I just got back from the Dominican Republic playing golf, so it, it wasn't terrible. 86 every day. Uh, beautiful weather. Oh, my gosh. I've heard that that's really turning into quite the uh, uh, tourist resort type uh, country now. Yes, it, it was spectacular. I don't know that I'll ever make it back there, but it, it has a course called the Teeth of the Dog. And I have a friend of mine here who's a professional, uh, David White, and he actually has won the tournament um, there probably 14, 15 years ago, two years in a row. Wow. A professional, so. I have some. I have a lot of friends that are really teeth of the dog. It sounds more the, like a drink than a golf course. When you're there and the wind's blowing, you understand oh, what, okay. what happens in the teeth of the dog. Um, it's brutal, but it's beautiful. So you, it's not that bad. Okay, well, in the ocean, it's not that bad. Eighty-six degrees sounds pretty good to me. If you were here Saturday, it sounds really good. to well, me. Well, I know, and I'd call my wife and daughter, um, and they were like, eh, "It's thirty-nine and pouring rain." Yeah, tornadoes. I said, well, I'm putting sunscreen on because I got sunburned. So. <laughs> they said, well, you rascal. But. <laughs> yeah, I bet you they didn't say rascal. <laughs> they did not say rascal, no. <laughs> I know they didn't say rascal. That did not happen. All right, let, let's talk about some of the great things you got going here. Because if your car's window, uh, if the tint that you have on your window, and usually it's the tint you yourself put in, because I know that I've done this, is bubbling or peeling off. Yes, you all will strip it off for free with the purchase of a new tent. Uh, yes, and we'll your, charge you a thing. Normally, we charge you 100 bucks. Okay, and your tent comes with a lifetime warranty. You know, when I first got in this business, um, of course, I I never even had my own car tenant. And a, and a guy said, if you don't use 3M, you're going to be out of business. And I didn't get it, but... We've always used 3M. Uh, there's some other films that we use, um, but we've never used any cheap film. Um, I just, it's not worth it. So the very first place we ever tinted was a business, Gadwall's Restaurant. It's still there. Now, the original Gadwall's burned down, Right. I was very sad. But I still, the new one we tinted as well. My grandfather and I tinted on a Sunday, and it took us 
all Sunday because they were closed Sunday. It was the only day we could get in there. And I worked and worked. I mean, and my guys could probably do that in an hour and a half now, two hours. Really? Yeah. So it's just like these cars. When I first was tinting cars, I mean, we were back there, no air, AC, and, it's, and, and, it, and it would be six or seven cars, and I'd be, oh, whew. now, uh, last week they did, one day they did 33 cars. Whoa. So if a car, if you, if you want your windows tinted, come now. Yeah, they got they got a deal going on right now. Seventy bucks for your front if few you windows. come in, and my dog is sitting here right by me. His name is Jethro. He's a hunting poodle. Jethro, Jethro the hunting poodle, and he is a superstar. <laughs> you come in and mention Jethro's name, we'll tint your whole car right now for a hundred and one dollars. Wow, which is normally two hundred and something dollars. Yeah, that's a great deal. So, hundred and one bucks. Okay, all you, you got to say, Jethro. Jethro, think Beverly Hillbillies. That's right. That's that, all you got to do. That's it. That's actually his given name on his birth certificate is Jethro Bodine, <laughs> double, double knot spy. All right. It, it's a quarter till uh, four. We're going to keep Evans here. We're going to talk to him a little bit more. Get You get to know him a little bit here on the air. There's more to a business than just a business. There's the people who behind that run the businesses, and you want to know what kind of people they are. You'll know that. By the time we're done with Evans here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, here we are sitting at 4420 East 43rd Street. And you just heard a great deal from Evans. He said that they'll tent your whole car for $101. That is an amazing amount. Because All you got to do is mention my dog's name. Yeah, Jethro. Jethro Bodine. That's all you got to do. Just look, remember, if, if you can't remember, ask where I'm at and I'll quiz you here by the radio station, and I'll get it where you get it right, all right? You, you'll you get the deal. I mean, that is a real deal. I mean, you're going to save 50% going out there and, and getting your car tenant for that. Uh, bring and in, the pizzas are, I think here? the pizzas are about to be ready. So okay, good. Come on in. Um, we got pizzas um, from the uh, Rock a brick oven. Yeah, rock brick oven pizza. Uh, Chad yeah. and the gang are uh, it's spectacular. We we wrapped their um, trailer, and then I was like, what the heck? So then they came back, and, and, and I'll tell you what's really cool. We've done this several times with them. Call them up, say, hey, Chad, show up here. Um, I think it's $10 a pizza, $9 for yeah. a pepperoni or whatever it is. And so we'll, for some of our customers, we'll send them there. We'll pay for it. And it is tremendous. You get to order whatever kind of pizza that you want. Wow. They'll put it, we'll put up on there. Um, you know, they have Hawaiian, they have pineapple, they have Canadian bacon, obviously meat lovers, um, some type of veggie. Um, and then of course a sweep the kitchen or a Supreme, um, but it's awesome, and it takes 90 seconds. Now, i got to say this. If you're getting a vegetarian pizza, what is wrong with you? Thank you. Thank you. I Thank mean, you. Come on now. And, and now my, there's some things that you don't damn just right. put dang right, excuse me. vegetables on. You know? I mean, you might want to throw some mushrooms or something, but come on now. you got to have some sort of meat. I, just, <laughs> I mean, I'm a pepperoni guy or yeah, sausage. Would... You know. Now, my wife has one. They make one that, that she absolutely loves. Um, but, no, I'm I'm not a veggie guy, kind of guy. I mean, I don't mind putting some mushrooms or maybe some onions, bell pepper, whatever. But 
I want meat on my pizza. Well, I'm looking at you. You look like a meat kind of guy. <laughs> That's right. I mean, you just look like you look like a carnivorous kind of person. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm being honest, okay? And when he tells me that he's got a poodle and he's the best duck retriever he's ever, you know, that he's ever seen, that tells me that he's carnivorous as well. Oh, that yeah. you can get a poodle. But here's what people don't know about poodles, Evans, is that they were and originally bred as hunting dogs over in France. Yes, I didn't know. I didn't realize that, and that's where they kind of named the Puddle Pointer or whatever they originally it was. And then, and and my wife, I'll give her credit because I wanted to hunt dog. I'd started hunting. I was tired of chasing the birds, and <laughs> she said, "We're getting a poodle." So I said, "No, we're not. That's bad enough. <laughs> I wear more bracelets than most, and and dress a little different than most. I can't show up." But you hunt. look, you just look like a Motley Crue reject. That's right, all you right, look like. I mean, I'm right, just thinking. Right. That's that's right. <laughs> so my wife gets me a poodle, and it, it, the rest is history. And I mean, he is spectacular. I have people all the time make fun of him, yada. And you kill a duck, and you know, I had a guy one time who said. You know, your dog's supposed to go straight out and come straight back, or he'll get points off. And yeah. I said, look, we've killed 22 ducks. Nobody in this blind has moved except him. And now, here's something else <laughs> funny about him. So I get, he gets, when he retrieves, he comes back, and I give him a handful of vanilla wafers. <laughs> so I go through cases of vanilla wafers every hunting season. But dang it, you're not going hunting without, you know. And so I told this guy, I said, you're welcome to go get any duck you want to, and I'll give you a handful of wafers, too. Yeah. But um, it's funny. I mean, there there's there are a few people that have poodles now, um, but, I, you know, I have two now, and they are spectacular. I mean, they're great retrievers. They don't shed. Um, really well-behaved, as you see yeah. Jethro's oh, here. Oh, yeah, he's been great. And uh, so it's um, – We've enjoy, I've been, I've enjoyed it, and I thank my wife for it all the time. He likes to be petted. He does. He came right he up demands. to me, and he stood next to me like, okay, get going. You have a job to do now. Start. Let me say this, and I would be <laughs> remiss if I didn't, because the the what sets us apart, and I was talking, we just went to a national meeting. We won an award, um, and I say we, and I mean we. Mm-hmm. Um the team that that we have on both sides at Roland Raps. I have a partner, by the way, Mike Simpson in in, in Roland Raps, and the the but the people here on both sides. I could I I, sh- I should list every one of them. I won't bore people with their names, but they've been here for a long time. They're nice people, I'll tell you that. Well, much. and the, and and they are the best and they if you come here we we have people we pick up and deliver. We had a nice lady in here the other day. It was going to take some time to get her car done because she was having some other stuff. She said, "Can I just drop this off?" and she was going to take off walking. I didn't say anything. One of my people says, "Hey, well, she goes, I was going to run down here and get some lunch." She said, "Well, we'll just drop you off." And so we dropped her off at lunch and said, "You just call us." And when you're finished, we'll come back and get you. We drop people at the mall. We take them to Home Depot, and um, there's 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 longevity here, um, and it and it really truly is a family. Both sides are a family. Like today, if you if you stick around, I mean, there's it's not always just about oh so and so wants their windows tinted or they want their car wrapped. Um, they put a lot into it from the graphics to the printing to obviously the installation 
um, and then service afterwards. Um, my, my guys are great. We ha- had one yesterday or last week. Lady was in there. We were tinting the windows. We had a scap. We had scaffold set up because the windows were high. She said, "Do y'all mind? There's a couple of light bulbs out that I can't get to." <laughs> and I didn't know it. And one of my guys was telling me that a uh, uh, n- very nice lady. I'm sure, we're going to do that. I mean, they've taken out people's trash, and they've they're they're. You know, we 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 grew up. You you. You leave a place better than you found it, and yeah. and 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 that's kind of been our motto. I mean, we'll vacuum after you know. A lot of people say, "Oh, we'll get no." We we want it. We take our trash. We take it away from there. So, um, I'm I am very fortunate. I got some great great people. They will do some crazy things. And um, as far as the wraps that you see around here, um, everybody here is is kind of a it's a it's a team it's a family no we're going to get this well you want this oh yeah okay you you want this on your hood uh-huh. yep okay all right and then, so you make it happen well i mean you know you look at the things that that just that you've seen here we've wrapped helmets we've wrapped this video game okay. um, we did a skee ball machine the other day cool um we've wrapped um coffins we've wrapped prosthetic legs Okay. So um, we've done a lot of cool things. Um, you know, obviously, bass boats, we've done. We have one in here now. You know, the bad boy trailer that y'all saw yeah. outside Middleton. Um, we do a lot of work for, for um, all different types. Of, you yeah, they, know. Got, they got a van out, out in the yeah, parking lot right Dash, now. Dash, you know, Air Masters, I mean, yeah. uh, Hug and Haul. Um, and we do we do good work. Um, we stand behind what we do, and we and we do good work. And I tell people I don't talk bad about anyone. We I know we do good work. Right. What other people do, there's some other people out there who do good work as well. But well, I, know, I know why because you demand good work. You know, yes, yeah, that's and the key. That, yeah, and, you're and, right. And, that's right. And my dad, you know, <laughs> kicked me in the behind, or my mom, either one. And and uh, um, you know. We, it's funny. My daughter's thirteen years old. Um, her name is Eva. Awesome, wonderful child. But she's thirteen. But she, since an early age, she's had good manners. We just demanded that. My wife and I demanded it. My dad demanded it. I was at someone's house and she fixed dinner, and my daughter was putting her plate up and said thank you. And she goes, "Oh, she didn't have to thank me. Oh, yes, she has to thank yeah. me." Yeah. But you you see it a lot of times where I notice it is on game shows or talk shows even steve harvey show i love that show but most of the kids don't say yes sir no they don't it blows my mind that's because their parents didn't demand it it's it's just you know we we just it's just real simple but it's it stands out and i get people call me go well your daughter has the nicest manners i don't know i mean she does but i don't know if they're she just most of them don't have that much. Did you? Did your? Were your parents the kind of parents like my parents were that they'd say to you, "You don't say yeah," oh. or you don't look at somebody <laughs> and just call them by their first name if they're an elder. Never if they're an elder. I have friends of mine, and my partner in this business, who is a dear friend of mine, but he was a friend of my dad's long before that. Um, and I called him. Mr. Simpson forever. Yes. And and I sometimes I mean now we've gotten to be a lot closer but there's friends of my dad's there's uh, most of my friends still call my dad Mr. Deets. Uh-huh. 
I mean, it, and and we play golf together, but um, it's just a respect thing. That's I, what it I, is. And, and it and you know, and I have people at home, oh, Mister, you know, um, and there's a a, a, a good friend of mine, uh, uh, Mister Hossel. His name is Dicky Hossel, and I still call him that. I just grew up and and did. Um, but when I see him, and, and he says, you know, don't call me that, or he'll say hi, Mister Deets, but. Um, Really, it just that's the way I I, I was raised. I mean, okay, and, yeah. and you know that. It's I mean, that's, part of the deal, right? It it's just, just part, it's just part of me now. I mean, I I'm 66 years old. I ain't going to change now. <laughs> well, it don't work that way. No, that's what, the same for me. We just, we, I mean, that's way when 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 we were raised, and 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 I noticed, you know, the people, and I, I wouldn't say it's on a, it's not on a list, uh huh, but. That's people that I hire and the people that work with me. And they right. all work with me. I mean, they're, you know, and I'll get in and now they try to keep me. We don't need you back here. <laughs> okay. We don't need you here. All right. Well, let's talk more. I want to have you back on. I want you to kind of walk us through the whole process of if you want something wrapped or whatever, or you want something tenant. Can you do that for Absolutely. Me? All right. Absolutely. We'll do it when we come back. We've got news coming your way in a moment. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. We're out at Rolling Wraps. You come on by and visit with us. Remember, $101. They'll wrap your whole car. You know, not wrap. Pardon me. Tent. Damn, your careful. car. I don't want to say wrap. <laughs> Tent your car for you. All you got to remember is name of his dog. All right? Jethro Bodine. Back with more in a moment. All right. We are out live with Roland Wraps here at 4420 East 43rd Street. Evan Steets is with us. This is the uh, the owner of Roland Wraps. I'm going to ask him to kind of walk us through uh, exactly, you know, what you can expect if you're having something wrapped or if you're just getting something uh, taken care of as far as uh, your windows go, thing, things of that nature. Uh, they do vehicle wraps. They do banners, posters, signs, and it says, and more. Uh, I've learned a lot just during this last break about some of that more uh, that that uh, they talk about here on this business card I have in front of me. So let me just ask you, Evans, about that. I want you to tell the story right off the bat of uh, working now with schools and businesses and this new uh, material you can put on doors and windows and things. So... So in our in our in our window tinting business, there's a you know wrap. I mean, tent vehicles um, keep the heat out, glare, yada yada. Same thing at your home. Um, we do some decorative, obviously decorative frost films, and with our printers here, we can print whatever color you want. Um, now we do stripes, we do uh, borders, you name it. But one of the things, and it's been around for a while, is the safety film um, for. Your business, for your home, um, and for a, for a school. So, if if I tint the windows on a glass door, for instance, say at a high school or middle school, any any your home doesn't matter. And we use our attachment system and attach that. It's going to take someone, you know, a good two, three, four, five minutes to get through that. You know, it's clear. You won't notice that it's on there. Um, it, even in an active shooter, if you shoot that, it's not going to stop the bullet. I don't want anybody to think this is bulletproof. Um, it's bullet resistant. It will slow the bullet down a little bit. But as far as even if there's a hole in it, you're not going to get through it. The only way to get through that is cut it, and the film's on the other side from the glass. So it's a it's a deterrent for smash and grab. It's a deterrent at, at a school. 
um, you come in and there's someone who's trying to get in. By the time that they break that glass and, and try to get through that film and they're beating on it, beating on it, kicking it. Um, we did a jewelry store in North Little Rock, and a guy hit it, I think, 12 times with a crowbar. Wow. Never got in. And they had been robbed by the same guy twice the month prior. And so, you know, the only problem is you do have to replace the glass. Well, that's better than having to replace all the jewelry. And really, the biggest thing is, and we've had one that they broke in, and and it was a, a, a big office area, and all they did was rip the televisions off the wall well they were ruined because the cords were in there they didn't take the remotes so basically they just made a mess now if you'd have kept them outside then you're going to do you know they do a lot more damage in in jewelry stores when they go in and break the cases yeah they get some stuff but it's just a mess and so we're we're with our safety film we're able to keep people out and one of the things we did like off at air force base jacksonville you know it's blast resistant so really yeah so if a bomb goes off now if you're right there well that's just your day yeah if you're away from it in hospitals for instance every every hospital by law there has to be a window in a patient's room well at icu for instance can't move all those patients in 30 minutes so when a tornado warning comes we've put a film on there that's going to stop you know the glass from flying um, it's amazing you would mention that because I was just talking to a friend of mine who is a nurse, and Saturday they had all that bad weather come through here, and they were moving patients out of rooms to get them away from windows. You need to call ACH. Well, well, we've do, we we've done a bunch of work at ACH. We've okay. done the ICU rooms there. We've done the Baptist um, St. Vincent's. So the the like for instance in Joplin. When the tornado hit, remember that boy. It, that was a huge there, tornado. There were only twelve windows left in the whole hospital. They were all the ones that were tinted. Wow. Now the only reason they were tinted was psych ward. So if someone put their head into it, they wouldn't get cut from the inside. Uh-huh. So, and the biggest problem was, and you can remember the movie with Bruce Willis. Yeah. People are running around. It's midnight. Well, nobody has their shoes on. Tornadoes come, blown everything everywhere. So they're barefoot. One of my worst parts in. Die hard. Yes. And so they're walking around, and there's glass everywhere. And so they were wrapping towels on people's feet. Wow. Um, and then the, the the other thing is when the Murrah building, mm-hmm. the flying glass is, yes. is a big problem. Yes. So when you have an explosion, the glass turns into shards, of it, and, and it's flying. So one of the things, even even your car, if something were to happen, a rock hits it, it holds it together. So even just not a mess it's not as right. big a mess you know cleaning it up you don't have little bitty pieces of glass everywhere that's amazing really is so walk walk my listeners through a guy somebody calls they want to get their their car tinted what is the first question that's going to be asked well when you're when you're talking about tinting windows you know I, I say what are you trying to accomplish you know are okay. you trying to are you trying to make it are you trying to make it uh, cooler are you trying to keep the glare out or you want the vehicle to look better most cars at most suvs and trucks um come with the back of them have a slight tint to it Uh uh-huh but the front doesn't have anything because you can't sell that all over the country right that's the reason so we we can match that to a certain level 
we match the back to make it look the same, Which because I, I think it looks a little silly. You have front two windows are clear. The rest of it's all tinted. Right. Well, now we're going to make that. One of the things people don't realize, and they not that many people will hear this, those tinted, that tinted glass, that privacy glass, doesn't do anything for UV. So if you have a child that's sitting back there in a car seat, it's actually a lot worse for them because their pupils are not dilated. So wow, that's it's I did, actually I did not know I, that. I didn't know it either for the longest time. I was in this business; it was terrible. So, um, but we put they, we stopped. We can't say a hundred percent. It's ninety nine point nine percent of the UV. Um, but it's crazy. I had this guy, obviously way smarter than me. Came to me and he was tinting his windows, and I said, "What are you doing it for? Looks? Uh, are you doing it to keep this?" You do? He goes, "I figure with your film, and I did the calculations by, and this was in May. By the end of the summer, it will have paid for itself in gas savings because of the amount of air conditioning that." Yeah. I said, "Now, how'd you figure that out?" He said, "Well, I put this formula, this amount of UV." And I said, "Okay, that's good enough." So yeah. I, I say this. It works. It does what it's supposed to do. Well, if it's keeping the UV out, that's why I wear sunglasses all the time. Absolutely. Because it protects your eyes. Yes. You know, I don't expect that I'm going to have as much of a problem with cataracts as a lot of people do. No, I absolutely. And the new film, we have a clear film. It's basically clear, has a very slight tint. It's legal. We tint the whole front windshield and... You you don't need sunglasses. Sometimes I'll forget to put mine on. The dash doesn't crack. You know, you reach in. Yeah, the steering wheel is going to be warm even on a 100-degree day. The sure. steering wheel is going to be warm, but it's not so scalding hot. I tell people. Did you leave I, your skin on it? Yes. <laughs> I, I love it. And this, the time of my favorite time of year is when people get in their car and burn their rear on the seat when they're wearing shorts. I love that go. because they got to come see me. And Jethro. Okay, so can you put something on uh, a windshield that when you drive at night, it it, it stops the glare of the oncoming yes, cars? Yes, the, 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 it depends on what, what degree we put on, but it, it cuts that really, really heavy glare. Even in your house, um, a lot of the um, river market tower piece places with a wonderful view, you bought it for the view. You don't want to put up curtains and mini blinds or shutters or or so we you actually see out better because it cuts a really really heavy glare but it still allows the natural light but you see out and everything's a little bit crisper yeah because my wife complains about driving at night now because of the glare from the the headlights you can help that absolutely absolutely i'm gonna have to talk to you absolutely we'll get we, we can get that fixed up and and so in our wrap business if you are if you're wanting to get something wrapped, we have great, fabulous graphics people. Um, obviously, in our installers, I mean, we're taking it apart, we're putting it back together. Um, we're 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 doing a lot of things. Um, other people don't. Obviously, I told you we're using the best materials. Sure. Um, but our graphics guys are really good. They're going to listen to you. Hey, this. Oh, okay. This is what you want. All right, well, you're looking for a, a scene out of Gone with Wind. Yeah, let's put that there. And, oh, we, we want you on a horseback. Okay, we can do that. Make me look like Putin? <laughs> That's right. Shirt off. Here we go. That's it. <laughs> but I will say this. One thing we can't do. Whatever, 
you know, I had a guy, we wrapped his car. We wrapped his car for an insurance company. Yeah. I won't say anything but good hands. And he <laughs> said, he said, I want my picture on my truck. Okay, we got it. He got it back. He goes, my forehead's not really that big. I said, oh, yes, it is. So we don't do any airbrushing. You you doctor the picture how you want it before it gets here. I said, he's a buddy of mine. I was like, yeah, that's your forehead, buddy. Yeah. So <laughs> that's too good. That's too good. We'll come back. We'll talk some more. Remember, 101 bucks. tent your windows. That's a steal. That is a steal. Won't take 20 minutes. That's like taking money out of his pocket. It really is. I wouldn't suggest that he's got his dog here. <laughs> you got to know the dog's name, Jethro Bodine. Remember that. All right. It's the Dave Ellswick Show here at Rolling Wraps, 4420 East 43rd Street in North Little Rock. All right, back with you on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about uh, Dwayne Smith, Allstate agent Dwayne Smith. He's got his own insurance agency in Sherwood. He's located at 3920 East Keel Avenue uh, over in Sherwood. You uh, you know, go, go visit them. They'll take good care of you. All you do, if you want to make an appointment, call them, 501-819-0373. Here's what you should do. You should give them a call. Set up a time, go over, take your insurance policy that you have, whether it's for your home, for your car, whatever it is that you have, show it to them, and they'll sit down and look at what you have, look at what they offer, and show you how much money they can save you. That's what they can do for you over at uh, their uh, location. Call them again at 501 819 73. They're located again at 3920 East Keel Avenue in Sherwood. And that is the uh, Dwayne Smith Insurance Agency. It's an all-state uh, uh, agency, and they'll do a great job for you. Tell them that I sent you over there, and uh, he'll treat you really good. He, he won't treat you bad. My name is good over there at his place. He does a great job. Today, we are out. Uh, talking to the folks at Roland Wraps, Evan Steets is our, our guest. He is the owner. Uh, we're at 4420 East 43rd Street here in North Little Rock. And uh, they do the job. If you've been listening, you have to tell me that you, you can't be listening to Evan's talk and not know that he can do the job for you and get it done and get it done right. And he's a good conservative. I mean, he golfs with uh, Sean Hannity. What can I tell you? You know, he doesn't He doesn't hit the ball to the left. He hits it to the right. I'm just letting you know that right now. Just, And I know that because he grew up right, man. His daddy made him work. If you work growing up, you tend to grow up better than if you don't. I had a paper route. There you well, go. I had a paper okay, route. Okay, now, was it, a, is, was it a real paper or was it like grit? See, I delivered grit. You remember grit? I did not remember grit. <laughs> mine was a real paper. I mean, it was, uh, um, you know, I just remember Wednesdays was, was the good day because you could really hum them on Wednesdays. Sunday was a, hmm, Sunday was a problem. Sunday was big. Sunday, well, yeah, I did Sunday that took when a I was minute. older. Yeah, Sunday took a minute. Yes, so, it does. Um, but, yeah, it was, I mean, I learned a lot. My, my Actually, I shouldn't say, my, my grandfather helped me. Um, when I first started out and, uh, um, good times though. I mean, I remember that, but of course that's back when we had the milkman. Okay. 
And so, did you wrap your your bag on the front of the handlebars? Of I, your did. I did. I did. Your, then you, but not when it was Sunday, because if you try, because I had <laughs> Sunday, would you could get a little top heavy. Yeah, you made I the bet. wrong. You, you know, you. I've had a couple of a few crashes. Um, but yeah, it's it's you know that was uh, you know that was good times. I mean, um, that was you know lots and lots of but it's funny you look back now and I have rubber bands all over my mom's car and oh, goodness my hands broke out because I'm allergic now to latex I can't use latex because you know how you really yeah you'd rub put oh, those yeah. rubber bands sure. on and they'd rub over my top of my fingers I get latex on my hands and they just bubble up on them it's terrible terrible that is terrible yeah it is it's not fun at all didn't like that at all and it, it came up when I found out that I had latex intolerance, I went I went uh, tubing uh, up in North Dakota and went out and went tubing. Got off of the tube at the end, and it looked like I had this huge blisters all over my back. I just broke out from the tube. It was terrible. Had a muscle shirt up on, and everywhere that <laughs> everywhere that tube touched me. I was broke out. It was disgusting. Did he just say muscle shirt? I did. I had a. Okay. There was a time that I, I had to have a muscle shirt. <laughs> he said muscle shirt. Okay. Now, now I. Now I, I never catch. dreamed we were going to get to a muscle shirt today. <laughs> I like it though. I like it. Now it's you know white beater muscle shirt, but nobody did. We used to call them muscle shirts back then. Yeah. Now everybody calls them wife beaters. Yep. They call them wife beaters. Yeah. I just can't get around calling it that. God. Because I never have beaten my wife, nor am I going to well, start. Well, that's what I understand. I want to know where that started. Down in the south, if you watch the, if you watch a lot of the old forties and fifties movies, and they're wearing those white right. t shirts, right? You know, right? And they're sitting and drinking beer and and got food stains on them and everything. That's where that came from. Okay. They used to beat their wives. They'd I'll slap trust, them, you know. I'll trust you. Or you, Jimmy Cagney, you, you put a, you know, put some kind of like a, what was it that he stuffed in that woman's face? It was oh, a, terrible. Uh, what was it? Not a, I want to say an orange, and it was much bigger than an orange. What do you eat for breakfast? Grapefruit. Grapefruit. He smashed a grapefruit in her face. Yeah. Wearing a wife beater. Yeah. Okay. Wearing a wife beater. That's okay. just the way it was. Well, the way it was back in the day sometime. This was before the Me Too era, all right? <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I understand. He wouldn't make a movie like that even now you know, with that kind of stuff in it. But anyway, yeah, that's why it, they I were called you. that. Yeah, if you, if, you, if you have something that you want to get. <laughs> nice job. You're moving us away from that. Right. Yeah. I was about ready to get myself <laughs> right. in trouble. That, I knew you were. <laughs> if you want to get something um wrapped or you know we do a lot of storefronts and again everything that we do is removable but it's permanent so when when you get tired you know like us like i said space out at the outlet mall and they don't want just the brown paper in there they're about to move in and and forget the one that's moving in now so we put it up coming soon you know it's all nice and neat and colors that it's popping and then when they move in it all comes down and you can go back up with something, but my my our I shouldn't say my the graphics guys here um, they have a real talent for um, listening to what you say and then making it happen. Yes, and then they send you a proof, and then they're like, I like all that, but can you make my website over here? 
I like that. Can you make my forehead bigger, smaller? No, we can't. <laughs> you know, like your friend, like my buddy. I was like, no, we can't do that. Um, but you know, and, and the thing we do, and one of the things we learned in in, in the rap part of this business is, and we're 3M certified. And nobody else in Arkansas is because it's a really grueling, tough thing to get 3M certified. We're low and certified. Um, we've been to the Rap Institute. We've done a lot of things in the rap business that just regular guys don't want to go. They, you know, yeah. they want to hang. Their, okay, I can wrap your car, and they can do some of the stuff. But as far as the printing, there's very few people that print and wrap. A lot of people are just printers, right? And a lot of people are just wrappers. But we do both of those, and and I'd say seventy five percent of the people that and at at our three M at our certified meetings don't print anything they just install it all right um so we do it all so i'm going to take a break and when we come back i want you to tell me how you wrap a car and then wrap a semi because you can do all that can't you oh yeah they're sitting around here yeah we'll right talk now. about it when we come back we got to get news in give you 60 seconds we'll try to catch up on what the biggest stories are then we got to pay some bills and then we'll be back we're at Roland wraps 4420 East 43rd Street in North Little Rock. Stop on by. They've got a pizza truck here. See you in a few. All right, we got another half hour ahead of us. If you just joined us and you're driving along, you're heading home from work, lucky you, number one, because you got off early. But number two, we're at Roland Wraps. We're at 4420 East 43rd Street. And if you're right over here in North Little Rock, let me tell you what. You come by right now. You can save yourself some money on a tent job for your car. $101. Totally tent your windows on your car. Yeah, you're not going to hear that deal uh, probably ever again. No. <laughs> on the radio, just to tell you right now. And uh, Evan uh, Deeds is right with us, and we're talking to him about uh, his business and how they go about doing things. And I, I set us up with a question before I left, and that is, what's the difference between wrapping a car... And wrapping like an 18-wheeler besides the size of it? <clears throat> well, um, the, really it's, it's you know, similar products. Obviously, we use the same products, same graphics, same printers. Um, the time that it takes is probably the biggest thing. Um, the fact you're, you're using lots of pieces, you've got to line that piece up, and whether it be 8 feet tall or 9 feet tall or 10, some of them are even 10 feet tall, from 45 feet to 53 foot trailer. Wow. Um, I know it's it's, it's huge. When we first started, it would take a week to wrap pretty much anything. Now they can do a 53 foot trailer, two guys uh-huh. in one day. Good grief! Now that's pulling it in uh-huh. to pulling it out. Now that's that's a that's a pretty. They're humping pretty good, but um, the the. The skill that they have with their hands and and how they they're amazing. I I won't say I cannot do that. Don't don't I can't. I can wrap something sort of. Um, I'm pretty good at it, but not not like these guys. And they're they're you know they are artists. The, the and I I have graphics guys, and they will fight you if you say. I want it like no, you don't want that. It's yeah. going to look terrible. And we've done it. We've had customers, and they left, and they were like, and I've had people call me and go, "What'd you do that for?" And I'm like, "They paid us. They made us. Yeah, 
we tried to go a different route. You're not, you know, you don't want to put ten bullet points on a car. Nobody's going to read that. No. You want the logo? <laughs> what we do? You know, we're gutters, we're plumbers, we're bricklayers, whatever it is, and that's pretty much it. And you want people to call you or go to your website. That's when you get to talk. You don't need See, them. You're talking. <clears throat> excuse me. You're talking the same way I talk to a client when I'm talking to them about doing a commercial, and they'll they'll bring three pages of written out material, and I go, okay. So what's the three things that you really want to say here? So because you know, in sixty seconds, if I give people twenty different points, they're going to remember two of them. So what's the most important points that you want them to remember? Well, one of the things that that I when we first got into it is, and I, we did some research. You know, if, you, if, if there's a billboard, it's on six thirty. It's about thirty six hundred dollars, three thousand to thirty six hundred dollars a month. We can wrap a car for thirty six hundred or three thousand dollars, and it's on there five years or more. You know, same thing with a, a, a and it's mobile fifty three foot trailer goes all over the country. So if you had a three thousand dollar, you're paying a hundred grand for that. What we're charging you ten. Yeah, that's a mobile billboard. It goes to Razorback Games. Yep. It's at yep. Walmart. Yep. It's you know it's going Absolutely. to North Dakota. I mean, where, so um, that's why this our business really got popular about ten years ago, and really got to to being you know people realize. And when you take it off, paint's perfect. Paint's perfect. It protects the paint. It protects the paint, absolutely. And one of the things I noticed when we did, uh, if you just put your letters, that's fine. When you take that off and go to trade that in, that stays there forever. Yeah. Because the paint underneath is perfect and everything else is faded. <laughs> yeah. You can't get it off. Ajax can't get it off. Yeah. It ain't coming off. <laughs> So if you're gonna if you're gonna put your name, it just makes sense. You know, if it costs three thousand dollars, when you go to you can ask any car dealer when you go to trade that car in. I did it to my Land Cruiser. I wrapped it all in matte black. I went to trade it in. I took it off, and they gave me more for obviously in my trade because we didn't have bug chips, rock chips, right? Dings. The paint underneath was perfect. And if you tint it to windows, then the uh, interior was yes. in good shape. Dash is perfect, and the car is perfect. Mm-hmm. I should have never gotten rid of that car. <laughs> I need to get. I need to, get it back. I need to get. I need to get that car back. And and you know one of the things that we're doing more of now, and and you're seeing it more in bigger cities, um, and is a color change. I have a friend of mine whose son who's who's taking over his dad's car. Maybe he doesn't want dad's, you know, car. Right, dad's car right. is nice. It's old. It's a Sequoia. It's a nice car, but he wants to jazz it up a little bit. Yeah, you don't so, want an Earl Shive paint. Job. That's <laughs> a lot of people don't know that either. <laughs> You're so, right. So and so we're gonna we're gonna make it all matte black. I'm gonna put he's gonna put some cool rims on it. And now all of a sudden you've taken an old dull paint hand me down, which we all did that. And make it brand new. And it's gonna look brand new. And now it's his car. Even though I mean nobody's gonna think anything. They see it's his car. Yeah. Very cool. I mean just makes Earl Shive, man. I I have to say that just because they were known for the ninety nine dollar paint job. And it looked like it. it. Looked like they took a spray can and 
you walk in and all you would hear was as they were getting ready to paint Here your car. Here comes the rattle can. <laughs> Here comes the rattle can. I'm just saying, it was a terrible paint job. And it well, and the problem was, it, and that's and that's very similar in the rat business or the tent business. When you left there, it looked okay. I would say, yeah. Two days in the sun, disaster. You know, they didn't do clear coat, which we, you know, they didn't yeah. have. We have abrasion-resistant coating built into our products. Um, you know, and they're made by 3M, and anybody knows anything, 3M knows how to make things stick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's what they do. Stop signs, do, street yeah. signs, those are all 3M graphics. Mm-hmm. And the paint protection that we use, we hadn't talked about it much, it's a clear bra, basically, that you put on the front of your car to protect it from bugs and mosquitoes. That's a, they invented that or for helicopters when they went in the desert. The blades were getting eaten up so bad by the by sand. The sand. Yeah. So, um, and then a lot of race cars will put it on their windshield, and then they just peel them off one later at a time. Just watch a NASCAR race and watch the cameras. Yes. They do it all the time. And that's where wrapping it was invented was NASCAR because they put and somebody figured it out again way smarter than me they were putting the stickers and STP yeah. is the one I always remember yep. STP STP and they had all these stickers 3M and you name it well they, it was creating drag so now we printed in one sheet all the stickers so they look like individual stickers but they're actually one sheet so it it's a tenth of a second it's which is aerodynamic of, dang right that, that air just flow right over it. Believe it or not, if you've got individual ones on the edges of those those stickers, it will slow the car down imperceptibly to you, but it slows it down. Well, and, and, and in our product, and I, I keep harping on this because people don't – what we do is removable. And and um, um, we, ha- we, we, we wrapped a – um, Ferrari the other day. Somebody's like, well, I can't believe you just I said, well, the problem <laughs> is it looks cool when we get through and then it goes back. If you were to paint it that way, then you've devalued like it is, yeah. thousands, hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars. But now if we take it off and go back to original, and you remember this basically growing up, people, I remember my grandmother talking, is that the original paint? Mm-hmm. The man always wanted to know, is that the original paint? Right. Because original, if you've got a, you know, if you had a Mustang original paint job, or you had a Camaro original paint, or a Edsel or Duesenberg or whatever the, I don't know what you drove. My dad would Ford Fairlane. My dad would always, when he looked at used cars, open the glove box to see if the paint in the glove box matched the paint on the outside. If it didn't, then he wanted to know what kind of wreck it was in. That's. <laughs> Case in point. That's exactly right. He also carried a magnet with him. So, so he put the bond out. Oh, you feel the bond Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, for a man that only had a third grade education, he was pretty doggone smart. He was pretty sharp. I can remember the I was like, magnet? What are you doing? And if it hit the bonded spot, it wasn't going to stick. It fell off. It fell off. That's when cars were made out of steel and were not as safe as they are now. Just so everybody knows. That's steel. Cr- didn't crumple like the stuff does now. No, it was. You uh, might you might have died easily in that yes. car where you yes. wouldn't now at at, at all. all That's right, so Fred. He's a super this, rapper. I was going to say I was watching him do it he, earlier. He is. Uh, one of the best in the country. Um, wow! I, and I, that's not just because he's sitting here, but but he's been to school. 
but he could probably teach most of the schools now. There's tricks and things. Um, a very, very humble guy. And he will not quit or stop. He's going to figure it out, uh, whether it's, whether it's uh, I mean, wrapping a helmet to um, wrapping the fender flares on some of these cars to wrapping some of these bumpers. Um, it's a real technique and a real challenge sometimes to wrap it in one piece so you don't have a seam. Well, if you have a seam, that's a weak spot. Um, if you're going to pressure wash it, that's going to be a weak spot. Mm-hmm. But Fred is, is – I can't say enough about – what he's done in this market and you can ask anybody around this market it's also he's made them better because they had to be some of them i would say he put them out of business not because that's what he was trying to do mm-hmm. but his game was so good people you know you know why go with second best when you get number one right right and 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 he's always been you know he's always been that way fred fred and i've been together for a long 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 time um obviously trust him with with pretty much anything um including my life but he's uh um that's one of the things and there's people around here like that have been here for a long time and you just they know, love what they do and they that's put exactly 100 percent into it and and they'll come to me and say he'll come to me and say i'm gonna do i want this is what i need okay if you need it we're getting it okay and and uh pretty much every time it works out um but we've 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 been together back to back for for a lot of times. We've been up here, you know, two or three, four o'clock in the morning. Um, he's been here a lot more than I ever probably want to know. Um, and he says his favorite saying is, "It had to be done." Mm. You know, I seen what I had to do and I done it. So that's kind of what his motto is. Um, you know, you're not going to outwork Fred. You know, that's the kind of people you want working. A hundred. I mean, bottom line. You know, they, they understand what you expect, and then they deliver it and more. Yes, and, and, and we've been through a few people because of that. Um, and, and, you know, his one of Fred's favorite things is saying, come on, man. Come on, man. That's not going to work. And, you know, he knows it. Um, we know it. Um, and so we, we, have, we have certain standards in in our business and you know one of our favorite things to say is we don't have any unhappy customers and you're not going to be my first and that's true we live we we live by that um and i think all our customers would say that yeah sometimes we're a little bit more expensive sometimes a lot more expensive but we're not earl side there you go we're and we don't want (laughs) nobody wants that name and we we don't i don't want to be the cheapest yeah I mean, that's. Not, I'm not going to tell you, hey, Dave, we're going to do this cheaper than anybody else. I, but I will say we're going to do a better job. We're going to do a really good job, and you won't have any problems with us. That's period. what you want. If you're a customer, that's exactly what you want. You drop it off. You say what you want done. You say you're good at done, and I show up a day or two later, and it's perfect. Yes. Yes. That's what you want. That's the way it should be. If I'm paying good money... And you tell me this is the way it would be, then it should be the way it's going to be. Just, we just went Monday to a store up in uh, Jonesboro and, and wrapped all the walls on the interior. Um, we got some faulty measurements, so there was a little piece three inches short. wasn't our fault. Mm-hmm. We printed it the next day and sent a guy back up there. No charge. Right. Back up there, put that. 
Um, and, Perfectly matched it. Yes, yes. And and we could have – there was a way we could have gotten away with it and not had to go back up there. Right. But And I, and I was – kind of trying to look and Fred like come on man we're not doing that and 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 you know because we you know it's it is two hours away and and and, but and I knew we weren't going to do that but I'm trying to make a piece fit and I said no we're reprinting this and and that's and that's what we do I mean um and we make mistakes of course we make mistakes but if we make a mistake we're going to fix it and 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 if you come in here and you get your windows tinted and there seems to be a bubble or what films don't bubble, but if you have a problem, we're going to fix it. You know, and I've had guys, Fred's been to people's house. You know, a guy lives in West Little Rock. And, and right. we know what the, it's one little take, won't take us 10 seconds. We didn't want to maybe drive it all the way back over here. Mm-hmm. So we stopped by on the way home, push that down, everything else, check over the car, make sure it looks good. So, um, like I said, we're not about perfect by any any means, but we we take care of our customers, um, and and that's just what that's why we were that's how this business was founded. You All know, right. both of them. Let's come back. We'll finish up this hour here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Rolling Wraps is located forty four twenty East Forty Third Street. Their phone number five zero one nine four five seventy four seventy four. The Dave Ellswick Show. We're back in just a moment. Yeah, back with you. Let's finish up this hour. we got just a couple of minutes remaining, and then we've got news coming your way, top of the hour, then we're going to be back for one final hour. We've had a uh, gentleman come by, get the $101 special. Yes. And what was the name of the dog? Jeffrey Bodine. Jeffrey Bodine. <laughs> he knew. He knew it, man. That's right. You watched the Beverly Hillbillies, didn't you? There we go. Okay. God, that's, we had, that was a great show. I mean that was that was those were great shows. Yeah. Now we're just it's just our white, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Yes. What he said. I'm just trying to what is it they say that we have now I'm playing off of because I was born white I I had things handed to me. I'm just telling you that's the biggest bunch of BS that's been fed this country in a long time. It should have been out there with me in the milkman. Yeah. Yeah. Should have been with me at five in, in the morning in the in the in the in the mill. You know when they still had uh, the old coal-fired furnaces that you had to knock out the bricks with a with a steel bar, wear wooden shoes on the shoes that you had so that your soles didn't melt. Melt, yeah, yeah. Hey, let me tell you what it was handed. Yeah, it was given to me. They handed me a bowl of bar and said, "Get in there and knock out as many bricks as you got." Yeah, it was crazy, absolutely crazy. Yeah, I get irritated. Evans, the thing that will drive me crazy is to be told that I was given something when I never, ever got anything the easy way. And you haven't either. I'm, I'm listening to you, and you've worked for everything you, you got. You know, my it's funny, but I, I mean, my growing up, you know, my parents are, matter of fact, their anniversary was 70, no, 60, so 57 years. Wow. Saturday. Wow. My dad's been, been a little under the weather and had a little pneumonia. But 57 years, and it, and it was great. I mean, I, I I thought we were, you know, loaded growing up, but obviously we weren't. But I didn't ever, you know, I didn't miss anything. Um, but I've always, you know, always had a job, um, bussing tables, waiting tables, worked in an oyster bar, 
had a paper route. Shucking ra- them, huh? Shucking oysters, <laughs> man. I loved That's it. Not easy. But no, not easy. no, it it wasn't. I was uh, I was pretty good at it though. Right. Yeah, you know, I didn't feel like we didn't have anything, and evidently we didn't. My dad told me we didn't have anything, <laughs> and but I I felt like I was on the top of the world. I was loved. I I, I ate. Uh, I had a bed oh, to man. sleep in. Went to a good school. You my, know? my mom cooks like a and to this day fried chicken, um, mashed potatoes, gravy, minute steaks. Remember those cube yes, steaks? Yes, I do remember those. You know, I tried to tell somebody about those. They go, "What are you talking about?" I go, "You know the little cube steaks." And I guess that's what you ate when well, you were nobody, poor. Nobody, yeah, we ate fried bologna sandwiches. Fried bologna. And you got to make the three cuts in the in the bologna or to keep it, it keep from, it from bowling up. And I, I, they got mad at me at, at, my, at my duck club and said, I. I I, I eat spam. I I had fried spam sandwiches Absolutely. with mustard. It's not a big deal. Yeah, we're we're going to talk more. Evans with us. We're over at Rolling Wraps. We got a lot more to talk about when we come back after the news. All right, let's move into the final hour. Dave Ellswick show for a Monday. Tomorrow we'll be back at the Capitol, keeping our eye on the politicians. So you might be able to take your hand off your wallet for just a little bit, all right, while I'm there between 2 and 6. But we'll have a lot of people by to talk about what's going on in the different committees. Uh, Jan Morgan to join us. Uh, She'll be talking about Stand Your Ground legislation that's out there. We'll talk to her about that, see if we can get Bob Ballinger on, state senator, to talk about it a little bit as well. You you probably uh, remember the uh, state senator... Uh, I'm trying to think of her name now. That went, just absolutely went off in the committee room. Flowers. Uh, yeah, Jen, uh, Flowers, yeah. I wanted to say Jennifer Flowers, and that's not the right flowers. But <laughs> Is it Stephanie Flowers? <laughs> yeah, it was Stephanie Flowers. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I know Jennifer, too. That's funny. We, You don't believe me? I'll bring her number up here on my phone. And not for that reason. That's all right. <laughs> I lived in the Quapaw Tower, and I lived in three B. She lived in five B. Really, she's a great lady. Yes, People she, don't yes. realize how nice yes. she is. Yes, she's she was really, cool. Really nice lady, and uh, is quite the nightclub singer now up in Branson. That's where uh, she lives and does her gig up there. So uh, we've got sitting with it. Ed is here. Ed, you're from California. Yes, I am. Okay, was that one? I mean. How, were you born and raised in California? No, I was actually born in the Bronx, New York. All right. My father had the foresight when I was about four and a half to, to go west. And uh, so landed in the San Fernando Valley, California, Los Angeles area. And then I, um, from there, came here in Arkansas. Aren't you, aren't you glad that you got out of the Bronx before Cortez got there? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, she is she is the perfect example of the American dream. Bartender to a congresswoman. Yep. Think about that. Where right. else? She doesn't realize that she's the epitome of the American dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, we rescued her from, uh, you know, uh, from Kenya. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, only in America. Only in America. Only in America. You're exactly, exactly right. So you ended up in Arkansas, and we were kind of talking a little bit about how glad you live in Arkansas now and not in California, because a little bit, you're conservative, a little bit outnumbered when you're in California. Absolutely. Yeah, the voice is, uh, it goes on deafening ears over there. Uh, It was during the Reagan, when Reagan was governor, uh, that's probably, uh, the, I think, the best of the times. Um, 
because they really brought the American spirit to California. They loved uh, uh, the business; just uh, you know, flourished. That happens when you start making money. Absolutely, <laughs> and they let you keep it. You know, I mean, you know, <laughs> if you encourage business, you get it. Yeah. So, I mean, and and obviously we're having the same thing happening with uh, with Trump. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'm again, I'm proud to say I'm a conservative. Okay. Yeah, I'm a Trump supporter. Everybody knows that listens to this show, and I'm a Trump supporter. I was a guy who said he was going to be elected president, and everybody thought I was stupid. That ain't going to happen, David. It ain't going to happen, and it does. You walk in my studio, there's a life-size cutout of him in the studio. Uh, next to him is Captain America. And next to next to him is who else? Who do I got next to him now? It's not Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry's over in the other corner. I'm trying to think who else I got right behind. Me. Who we got most there? Interesting man. Oh, the world's most interesting man is you know, holding a football. <laughs> is right behind him. And then over top of the American, there was an American flag to his left, an Israeli flag to his right, and in the middle a flag that names uh, him as the 45th president of the United States. So I'm just hey. I don't have any problem at all saying that uh, I'm a MAGA kind of guy. And by the way, if I got my hat on and you try to punch me in the face, you better knock me out. Because <laughs> I'm going to be back up and I'm going to be punching you in the face next. And we'll, we'll, we'll figure out who's the bigger man as far as that's concerned. Sitting here with us uh, in, in the studio, which is today out at Roland Raps, uh, Evans Dietz is here. He is the owner of Roland Raps. Uh, I want to talk to him about his business. Uh, you who are just getting in your cars and you're heading home, you need to hear some of the stuff that we've been talking about because it's really, really important that you know that if you're going to get your car wrapped, going to get your windows tinted, you need to do it by somebody who's going to do an excellent job for you. And uh, the reason Ed's here is that he heard us talking about if you knew Evan's uh, dog's name, which is Jethro Bodine, that you, That's can, right. you can come in here right now and, and get your your car windows tenant for $101. Yes. Yeah, All right. Did. That's a pretty good deal, dude. Yeah. It's a great deal. Normally it's 200 and something. Yeah. So you get 50% off. Uh, you got you got a, you got a few minutes. Zip right over here, and they'll take care. Of, or can they set it up for another day? Yeah, we we've had several people that that have that have called, and and Aaron and Taryn just said they uh, told them, you know, if they can't, you know, I get it. If they can't get here right now, we'll we'll honor that, and we'll take care of them. They come in here talking about Jethro. Okay, Jethro. Jethro's Bodine. the man. He is the man. He's a poodle, but this He's poodle can poodle. can put can put Labradors to shame when they're out duck hunting. Well, I don't know if he puts him to shame, but he he holds his own just fine. Um, he's he actually is a very good good hunting dog. Um, he's really quiet, and most people don't know this. He's he's hypoallergenic, doesn't shed no that's dander. Cool. So that's really cool. Um, yeah, that is cool, especially for my wife. And uh, and now we have three of them. So, um, are they all black? Nope, I have a black, white, and a red. Very cool. I know. <laughs> so cool. You don't know how cool I think you are, man. I'm not that cool, really. No, you are. No. You really are. He's cool because, look, just a few weeks ago, he w- he was up watching the U.S. Open tennis tournament with Sean Hannity and went golfing with Sean Hannity. Now, I know Sean. Sean's a great guy. Yes. I, I, I go up to New York about every couple of years. And do my thing up there and, uh, you know, with the new media seminar. 
and just have a great time. And it's uh, he's there, and people don't realize this if, unless you're in the business. He put he used to feed us all breakfast one day, big layout. Now he does a uh, a Wednesday night ice cream social, and I'm talking the ice cream social of all ice cream socials. Yeah. You go there, you know, with the special glasses and the whole nine yards. Get some phosphorus water put in there. It's good stuff. Just he was uh, he he truly truly was a true gentleman. I I I would have thought he would have been a little more uppity or what. Yeah. I don't know. And couldn't have been further from no, the he's mean. Not that he's a down to earth kind of guy. Could not have been more down to earth. And what kind of snacks would you like? And you know, and he, he just just a nice kind of quiet guy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's typical for talk show hosts, to be honest. We talk all the time. Last thing we want to do is for everybody to think that we should be talking all the time. I want to be quiet every once in a while. And I shouldn't probably tell this, but I'm going to tell. We played at a place, and it, and a really nice place, and 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 Sean paid. Yeah. In which he should, you know, we, we invited him, basically, my Did friend. Did he have a black card? I don't even remember, but I just know that he was. He was. I just want to give him some some grief the next time I see him. No, he he. he but but anyway, we we didn't know. We show up, we go hit balls, and and we go in, and they said Mr. Hannity's already taking care of this. Yeah. I was like, you know, and so we go out and we play. There's a par three beforehand. We play a few holes in the par three, and there was a guy there, and obviously a liberal guy. And this guy wanted to go at it, and and. Sean was like, and he could not have been nicer. He obviously stood his yeah. ground, but it, it, yeah. and and he diffused the situation like I've never seen because he was a pretty aggressive guy. Yeah, He's kind of a bigger guy. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, but um, and I'm sure you know this. I mean, Sean's trained. I mean, he's a fighter. Yeah, he grew up fighting. Yeah, and he can still hold his own. Right. And I watched some of his workouts, and so it was. Uh, it was pretty funny to see him. He he didn't take the bait, and yeah. he made a few points. And after, by that time, uh, this guy was a producer and a movie. He was from California and and yeah, made a bunch of money. And that's then, the worst kind is the guys that are in the entertainment industry. I'm well, you. and you could just tell right out of the gate. And obviously, he knew who, who Sean was, and so it was it was. But you know, he played along. We played. Probably nine holes with the guy, and he turned out to be very nice. And yeah, and I think once he he chilled, once he tried to bait him, and he didn't, you know, go in there and act holier than thou. That's, yeah. and, he, and he listened to what Sean had to say. I mean, that's the problem. You have to sometimes listen to people and shut up yourself. The left never listens. Have you never? You haven't figured that one out. It's just like I always tell people: don't try to argue facts with them because they care not about facts it's all emotionally based it makes me feel this way you know a lot of things make you feel certain ways doesn't mean it's right just letting you know you know real yeah i try to just stay out of it now you know if i'm not on the air when i'm on the air that's what i'm expected to do all right is to mix it up if necessary and i i even try to and Zach, you'll, you want, you you know this. Zach does producer for me as well as as Russ back at the station. And I, I, if you catch me on the right day or the wrong day, whichever way you want to look at it, right day if you're listening, wrong day if you happen to call me, uh, I can be aggressive on the air sometimes. But I try not to be. I really try not to be. I can't. You can't fix stupid. What can I say? I mean, it's just some things that you can't do. 
That tells you my like my, my like my brother my brother's favorite saying and, and my dad and I go along with this when you're dumb you suffer that's exactly right I'll go right along with and, that and and then he'll follow that up normally with and you're no stranger to suffering <laughs> so <laughs> I like that I'll keep that in mind that's a good one can I use that you think, my brother if absolutely, you are done? yeah All absolutely right, he, he you know well here's a good example of that. When you're really young, you know, and there's an old term for that, uh, and you haven't been out working and you you haven't seen the government take, you know, over a third of your the money that you made that week and, and says that they need it before you need it and things of that nature, you have stupid ideas about free college and free health care and, and all the other things that we hear the left come up with. And I've got in this paper here somewhere, it shows that as kids get older, they started at 18 and they went to like 25 and then 26 up. By the time you get to be in your 30s, when you're down there at 18, like 68% got, got really great view of socialism. By you got up to 35, you're already down to 35% have good views of socialism. By the time you get up to 65, little around my age, it's down at like 17%, you know, because we understand. We've lived life a little bit. When you haven't lived life, you don't understand. They're taking your money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're just taking your money, You, you know. Milton Friedman said the the worst thing he ever did was to come up with the money that's taken out of your paycheck by the government. He's the one who thought of that. He said because he thought people would say, man, we got to cut taxes more because this is ridiculous. Look at all the money they're taking out of my paycheck. But people have a hard time putting that together, and they think that the, that's the government's money. That's just the money you're giving to the government. I don't know about everybody else. I don't want to give my money to government. Put- no, Fred. Fred don't want to give his money to the government. Work, <laughs> we work hard for our money. Oh, up come here. on, we we work hard for our, our money up here. Rapping. Don't be greedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't get him started. Yeah. You know, and that's probably from, from along those lines. It was probably the hardest. So, so I've been doing this, like I said, twenty seven, twenty eight years, almost twenty nine years, and. That was one of the hardest things to explain to young employees, because mm-hmm. a lot of a, a lot of people that work for where's from, my money, right? The, it was their very first job, and I'm paying them, you know, ten dollars an. Actually, I was paying five dollars an hour back yeah. when I first started. I'm paying them five dollars an hour, and they worked forty hours. Where's and my two hundred bucks? And I, and I give them one hundred and fifty-two dollars. <laughs> Hey man, and 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 you've seen it, and they'd be mad at me, and I'm like, I, hey I, dude, if, I, I'm matching some of that. Yeah, I'm having to pay. Not only am I having to pay you, I'm having to match some of that, and so it's, you know, I that along those lines, it was their first job. They'd never had yeah. anybody take any money out of their paycheck. So you might have got five dollars. Get to keep every new when they were growing up mowing yards. Right. Yeah. They get to keep that money. Right. So I give them 10 bucks for mow the yard, they get to keep all of that. Unless the government knows about it, and then they'll tax you. 
<laughs> they'll get your money sooner or later. They'll get you. Just know that that's going to happen. Okay, so enough about politics because I, that's what I do every day. I'm here at your business today. For the person who is going to come in and going to want to get their car wrapped or they, it's a business that wants to get their car wrapped or a van wrapped or whatever, what should they know? They should know some things to be able to tell you. What are some things they need to be able to tell you? Well, the the first thing we need to know is this: you know, are we doing it? Is this a one off, or is this a fleet? Are we are we looking at getting a message out? Because you know, a lot of times we'll we'll people will brand, and then you'll see them, and they'll rebrand. Okay. So they're changing that logo, like like Bad Boys, for instance. We have a fifty three foot trailer. We've got thirty or forty of those that we're doing. Wow. We did them three years ago, and we had Willie Nelson's face on the scene. You know, right. Willie was there signature now they've gone away from willie thank goodness because every time i go in the print room willie's ear was coming out of the printer <laughs> so it was terrible fred was like every day i got willie's ear so um but they changed um you know they changed their graphics um and and probably the, the biggest thing that that people should know is we can do whatever i mean we can put your face on we can you know we can put spongebob square pants on there we can put your slogan we can put maga we can put whatever you want on the side of it your vehicle and it's removable um probably the biggest thing that we need is we need a little guidance are you wanting something in camo are you wanting something in red, white, and blue? Um, and then do you want your company's logo or, you know, is is there, you know, one or two, like you were talking about, is there one or two things really that you're yeah, known points for? that you want to make. We don't need 10. Right. We don't need 20. No. You know, we need a couple. You know, this is what we do. Boom. Website. And, and the, kind of the catchy, you know, go along with, with their Branding, a branding statement. Ab- absolutely. absolutely, and that's we take it from there. Um, we have some people that bring their own artwork. Um, sometimes it's really good. Sometimes we have to say that's fine. That's so good, yeah. It, it's not going to print. It's 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 you know we need vector art. Um, you know we so so any of the stuff that we do, um, and anybody here will help you, and and okay. we guide people. We. We help guide people. Fred helps them from the installation going, you don't really want to do that because if you put your phone number over this fender, it's not going to look straight. If you're going to put your phone number, let's put your phone number here or let's Mm -hmm. put it in the back window. You know, we don't want your logo going through a door handle because they're looking at it at flat. Right. It's really... Yeah, you're you know, bending boat's it all not, around, right? You know, we're, you know, like like these boats and things that we do. So, um, but it's fun. That's that's the other thing. You don't need, you know, we pretty much do everything. We bring it in, clean it, and the whole bit. So you don't want to bend your face around the bumper. <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> we will, <laughs> won't we, Fred? If you make if you make us. We've done uh, we've done crazier things than that. Like I said, he, he's wrapped, you know, um, prosthetics, you know, coffins. We've done all kinds of stuff. I kind of like that coffin idea. You know, it, I can be buried in the Cubs logo. Oh my God, my dad would love you. <laughs> Is your dad a Cub fan? Oh, you know, he grew up in Chicago. He grew up in Chicago. What can I say? Here's a here's bad news though. All right, he pitched for the Yankees. 
Oh, that's all right. Yeah, I mean, so if I have to have an American League team, when I when I was younger, right. we never went to Comiskey Park to see the White Sox. I'm a Cub fan. All right, you don't go see the White Sox. That, We'd go to see the Yankees or the Detroit Tigers because I was a huge Al Kaline fan. Oh yeah, and I was a Yogi Berra fan. Well, my dad. I mean, growing up, and 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 um, um, as far as the the Cubs, my uncle Carney, who's probably the salt of the salt of the earth, um, he was so happy, and he got to go. Now he's eighty. Oh wow, two thousand six. Yes, incredible. For yes, me. it's incredible for me. And, I mean, I had never seen him. And win he any. got to go, and I think he was at game three and oh, four, wow. and I got pictures, and we printed some off for him and made him. Um, for my cousin, um, that was, you know, and I don't know why, but I just always kind of pulled for him. And my dad, my dad did. My uncle was crazy. Every time he die played hard. golf, he's wearing a Cubs hat. Die hard. I mean, die hard, die hard. He's everything ready to shut down when the Cubs were on. So um, I was really, really happy for him. But it, it, you know, it was always great. And then I'd watch baseball. My grandfather grew up in St. Louis. So, grew up watching baseball with him and the Cardinals and listening to Harry Carey when he was sober. A lot of <laughs> a lot of people missed a lot of people missed Harry Carey or didn't know who Harry uh, was. I'm the Harry Carey of pronouncing people's names on the radio. All right, let's take a break here for a second. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you never heard Harry Carey. Uh, we'll be back with more in just a moment. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. We got a half hour left. Uh, Evans is with us. He's the owner here at Roland Wraps. That's where we've set up shop today. I hope you're taking advantage, like Ed did, who came by and and got his uh, his uh, cars uh, windows tenant for one hundred one dollars. Man, that is just you can't get that deal at any other time. So uh, you keep that in mind. You got today. You got to. It's five thirty four. Can can they still get in on it? Absolutely. Okay. Did just call here and let them know. Yep. Just right. call and say Five, Jethro's name. All right, 501-945-7474. And just remember when they say, well, what's, his, what's Evan's dog's name? Jethro Bodine. All right, just remember that. And any of you who's as old as I am know what, who Jethro Bodine was. All right. <laughs> if you're a lot younger, you don't have a clue. You just know that's a name. But I'm just telling you, it's an important name in the history of television. Yes, it is. Uh, with that said, let's get it. It's Max Bear. How's that one for you? Wow. Ellie Mae was a pretty important name, too, yeah. when you were a kid. But she was pretty. She sure <laughs> was. She was different. Jed Clampett and Granny and all the rest of yes. them. So let's talk about, we talked a little bit about pe- what people should be want. Uh, they're going to need to know. Uh, go through some of the things that tinning windows does. I mean, you said that you bought a car. Say somebody went out and bought a car. And for the most part, they, you know, you got the dark windows in the back uh, passenger side and 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 whatnot, but that's not kitting out the UV radiation for the most part. No, and whether you believe in climate change or global warming or any of that, um, it doesn't matter. The UV is still there. And oh yeah, and like I said, one of the first ladies and she floored me when I said, "You're doing this for looks. You're doing this for heat. You're cutting the glare." She goes, "No." I just and she was a really pretty woman. She said, "I just don't want the left side of my face to wrinkle faster than the right side." That's amazing. And I have asked dermatologists, and that is true. Mm-hmm. He said, a, hundred, a, a, "A friend of mine's wife plays a lot of golf with us. She just went in to see her dermatologist. 
he said, go see Evans. The left side of your face is wrinkling faster than the right side or has spots. or Right. Shows damage. Sure. But if you look at a truck driver's hand, oh, yeah. and now they most of them wear long sleeves and gloves. Yes. Because you think about it, when, when you can remember this when we were kids. What would you do? you get a magnifying glass. What was the first thing you did? You went and burned an ant. Yeah. Well, the windshield is nothing more than a magnifying glass, and it's coming right through there. So um, we're able to, you know, regardless of whether you're trying to cut heat, the UV, we're cutting all of it. And they say 99.9%, but I have a meter, and it'll show um, 100. And in, in the same vein, at your home, carpets, fabrics, um, hardwood floors, all of that just getting bleached out by the Fades. sun. Yeah. And and once it, you know, you'll there'll be an outline. We do a lot of business during right before Christmas. Interior designer comes, moves everything, moves the cowhide rugs. Remember the cowhide rugs yeah. were it big, and there's an outline of the cowhide rug burned into that hard those hardwood floors. Wow. So it's you know there's there's different reasons to to tent windows obviously but um it, it works you know um i'm not saying it's for every but it works and it definitely does what it's supposed to do i've taken a btu meter in a brand new house in chanel put a btu meter up there to measure the amount of heat coming through the window it's 145 mm-hmm. put a piece of our film up put the btu meter back up eight now, now, if you can keep that much heat out, yes, and during that's the winter, infrared. and during the in the winter, I bet you it holds the heat in. It does not as well. It does about thirty five percent as well. Still, but think of how much you're going to save. Oh, yeah, and 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 we've done we've had tests where we've run analytics talking about the baseball and analytics. Yeah. Well, we have them too, and um, Baptist Hospital. We they did they did their own. We we ran the numbers. Looked at their um, energy usage, on and on. Just in energy saved, eleven months, and it paid for itself. Yeah, eleven months. Now most energy products, they're looking at at seven to ten years before there's a payback. This is eleven months, and that's just straight energy. That's not. The floor's not fading. That's not the carpet not ruining. That's not, you know, just the straight. Well, basically what I tell people is we sell comfort. Yeah. More comfortable in your car. You're more comfortable in your house. If you live on a golf course, you want to see the golf course. If you live in a high rise, you didn't buy that for not having a view. Sure. To close the curtains all the time or put the mini blinds down. Yeah. So um, if you're out hunting, deer hunting, and you live in a trailer, we've done lots of trailers. Right. You want to be able to see out. Deer can't see you. You can see the deer. Uh-huh. We've had, we've that's why, being a deer hunter. I meant to tell you this. We've wrapped several deer stands. stands, and I'm talking about big ones. And we wrapped the external. We wrapped the windows in the perf so you could see out. They don't see in. Right. And then we have a material that's a dry erase material. Wrapped it inside so that the kids, because they had young kids at the time, could draw. <laughs> Playing tic tac toe, <laughs> smart. That's like okay, I got it. He said, "Man, I might be here for four hours. Need my kids something to do." Yeah. I said, okay, very good. This is stuff you don't. I know you don't think about, but think about it. If you save, let's say you do it on your car, and in two months, it just because and 
you're going to get better gas mileage or whatever because your air conditioner isn't up as high or whatever. Just think after that, it's all gravy. Well, that's right. That's exactly right. Now you're now you're saving. You're keeping that money. You're not spending that money. That's smart. Yep. That's smart economics, as they like to say. That's right. That's, that's economics that one hundred and one. Absolutely. That's what you want to want you want to do for a person who wants to have their their home uh, window done like that. Are, are we looking at a you know a, de- a decent cost to get something like that done? You know, it's it's. Depending on roughly how many roughly based on square footage, mm-hmm. um, and it's not nearly as uh, you know. I get it both ways. Sometimes people go, "Wow, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be near that much." Most yeah. of the time, I get people going, "Okay, that's not bad." Yeah, yeah when can you do it? Or right. and we get this a lot. Uh, this happened today. We're tinting windows, and and my guys will call me, "Hey, hey, boss, they uh, they want to do the uh, kitchen." And the and the master bed, I mean the the guest bedroom now, not just the master bedroom. Uh-huh. Oh, they want to do the laundry room, the two kids room. Yeah, <laughs> they're adding, adding on, especially on a day when it, it's not as sunny as it is certain days. Right. When you put the film up, it you, you feel the room cool down immediately. It's all of a sudden softens, it, and people are surprised at how well they see out. Right. And and that it's not just some silver or black or whatever it is. Um, so it's. All the way around, we have we have different films that do you know totally different things, um, but it's free to call me and say, "Hey, Evans, come to my house. Here's where I live. Tell me what Take a look. tell me what it's going to cost. Yeah, give me a quote." And they, you know, we do that. That's what we do pretty Makes much sense. all day, every day. All right, something to think about. All you have to do to do that is to give them a call here at Roland Wraps. That's five zero one. Nine four five seventy four seventy four five zero one nine four five seventy four seventy four, and that's Roland Ramps right here in North Little Rock at forty four twenty East Forty Third Street. Let's give one one more break, and then when we come back, we'll wrap it up here at Roland Ramps. Did you like that nice little pun there? We're <laughs> here at Roland Ramps, that's a Dave Ellswick show. All right, let's finish it up here. Uh, for a Monday. Don't forget tomorrow we're back at the state capitol. Uh, we'll be keeping an eye on uh, what's all going on. I don't know what's happened today, but uh, I'll catch up with everything and we'll be at it again tomorrow starting at 2 o'clock here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We're out at Roland Wraps today. Uh, we're with Evans. Evans, uh, of course, is the uh, owner of Roland Wraps. Let me give you that number again 501. This is the last time I'm going to give this, so catch it. 501-945-7474. If you're wanting to get your windows tinted on your car, save yourself about 50% uh, by uh, calling in today. 501-945-7474. They're wrapped, or not wrapped, they'll tint your windows for you. Tint your windows for you. If that's what you're looking you need done, uh, call 501-945-7474. But you got to remember this. When they say, what's the dog's name? Jethro Bodine. Jethro Bodine. Jethro Bodine. Just remember that, okay? Don't forget it. Keep it on. By the way, Al was here today from over at the butcher shop, Mm -hmm. and uh, he's the man who owns the truck that is out here making the pizzas, the rock Rock pizza oven. Yeah. Good pizza, by the way. Uh, And he's got one of those cool ovens in it that cook your pizza in 90 seconds. 90 seconds, and it's the crisp, 
crust so it's not real flimsy. And it comes out, and it's hot, and he cooks it how you want it. You know who else does that? I told you that you and him would be good friends. That's Matt Smith. He's got those pizza ovens at every one of his theaters. He does. He'll make you a pizza just like that at his theaters. Got tables at the reclining uh, seats they got, the leather reclining seats at the theater, and the whole nine yards. Good stuff. So if you want to go see Captain Marvel, the number one movie of the week, you can go over there, get the reclining seat, and get yourself a good pizza, too, while you're at I'm it, in. just so you know. All right, so Roller Wraps, we've been talking to Evans about this. It just makes sense to do this uh, because it, it's going to save it, it's going to literally save your eyesight. I know that sounds weird, but the bottom line is because it gets rid of the UV radiation, that's what causes a lot of the problems when you get cataracts uh, later on in life, and uh, my... Uh, optometrist told me, and I, because I wear lenses, to take out the UV rays and stuff. And uh, he says you shouldn't have problems with cataracts, Dave. He's looked at my eyes, and Dave, my lenses look good to him. People my age typically looks in and says, looks like clouds are floating in. Right, right. You know, not that bad. So I'm I'm happy that I I've wore sunglasses most of my life. Uh, you know, UV resistant and the whole nine yards. So you can get that for your car windows. You can cut down on the amount of heat that's going to build up in your car. Uh, you can keep from the interior being bleached out by the sun's rays. Those are all great things that will pay off uh, for you. If you ever sell the car or trade it in, it's going to be worth more if the interior looks just as good as it did when you first bought it. Well, there's very few things, and I tell people this, that I, uh, Tinting windows is one of them, that you, or wrapping your car. You're definitely going to get that money back out of it. So if it costs a couple hundred bucks to tint the windows, you're going to save that much on gas. And then when you go to trade the car in, the leather's not as faded, the dashboard's not all cracked. And so you're definitely going to get $200 more for your trade-in, if not more. So <laughs> yeah. I um, would think you'd probably get a little bit more. Yeah, and that. if you, you know, like I said, we didn't, we didn't talk, we talked about it some of the color change. Um, That's really smart. That what you said. We, right, well, like I said, repeat it for it, folks. Well, when the color change, you know, you can take a car, and it doesn't have to be a Ferrari. Or, I mean, I, I did it to my car. Um, I had a Toyota Land Cruiser. I got, you know, five or $6,000 more probably for my trade-in. Um, you're going to get that much, however much it costs to wrap, and I don't know what it's going to be, $2,500, $3,500, dollars When you go to trade it in, you're not going to have the rock chips, dings, bugs. And it's kind of cool. If you have a car for five years and you're handing down to maybe it's a high school kid, maybe it's a college kid, you can take that car and for not that much money, wrap it, totally change the color. It's like a new car. So they're in their mind, now this is their car. Right. Right. And it's then dad's or mom's car. And I talked to one of the dads today, and I was like, look, hey, if we take this, um, when you take it off, you're going to get that much more for your trade-in when you mm-hmm. trade this car. Um, so th- there's a lot of benefits to, to wrapping not only color change, um, but but we do graphics. We've done flames. We did. We had a race car in here last week. I'm sure it'll be back. It comes in here about once every three months. Yeah. They wreck it. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> runs on nitrous. Um, so um, we wrapped up. Uh, there's a young kid, um, Walker. I wish I'd think of his. I'll think of his. Uh, maybe Cody Walker. Anyway, he uh, we wrapped his motorcycle. And it was an old beat-up motorcycle. It ran yeah. great. But right. the plastic was all jacked up in the gas tank. It looked brand new, and he loved it, and he's winning, and our name's on there, so I'm happy for him. No, that's very cool. Um, Let me ask you a question. Can yes, you take a clear, some of this clear material you have, and put it over the headlight covers? Yes. I mean, that will save you. You'll be able to see, at least. We you know? we have a, what's called a clear bra, and we can put it on the front of your car. It's the same stuff. We, we, we do our own iPhone protecting screens um and like that's why i was telling you the stu- same stuff that goes on the helicopter blades right that protects it and it gets eaten up then they just peel it off and put another one of those pieces on um by the sand in in the desert so yes and answer your question we do a lot some people want us to darken their headlights i don't mm. get that's dumb no, in my, yeah in my i agree you want to see not, right not be able to see. but but yeah we we do uh uh, protective it's called a, a paint protection and we put it on the on the clear lens and then it doesn't yellow i need to go out i'm going to get new lenses for my car because you know i mean it's like sandblasting your car every day you drive down the road how about when you go from here to stuttgart in june uh-huh. and enough mosquitoes yeah you that's get, true. you know or you go if you're going fishing up there in the north you yeah. know i mean it's it's you know um gets nasty. Crack, well yeah i mean it just if you're going at like dusk whew, you got some mosquitoes yep um and now the thing is with the paint protection works there's the the new oem paint is so good and clear and bright and brilliant but it's soft so if you, they say if you get bugs on there, if you don't get them off within twenty four to forty eight hours, They're they there. they admit a little acid, and there'll be a little chip. Huh. So That's we stop good. that. Yeah, you need to stop that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we need to stop You're that. Paying to put it on, you don't want to, you know, have to pay it again. Literally. That's, right. No, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's. Well, that's. You know, that's the thing, and that that's that's one of the things we'll have. Um, they have, you know, obviously different. Talking about the color chains, they have different colors. But we'll have sometimes some people come in and just do a hood. Somebody will do a fender, or Fred will come up and 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 with knifeless tape, do his own seal or or, or stripe, and he creates them. And that's the only one. Wow. You know, we can make one if you bring Fred a picture, yeah, and say, I want this stripe that I saw at, at the SEMA show in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Okay. You Leave can your do car. it, huh? He can do that and a lot more. Uh, he is a fantastic art. art. You're an artisan. You're not just a... Well, that's... Yeah. that. Yes. And I would say that, that all of the people, we, we treat our... When, when, you know, when you come and pick your car up, we don't just throw you and go, hey... <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a production. Yeah, I got even, you. Even, even 11, 12 years later, you know, even that car over there, I mean, it's... It's an old truck, and man, or this boat, when Big Sarge comes to pick this boat up. That's Big Sarge's. Isn't that Big Sarge's? Okay. All right. I, I thought it was. We do all of his, all of his stuff. But, uh, yeah, when he comes and picks his boat up, he's always like, wow. And, you know, we walk around with him and make sure. But, he, you know, it's it's cool for us, too. When you pull that out, and, and, if, and if, 
And if I wrap your car, I wrap your boat, or I wrap your vending machine, when you go, wow, right, man, you you know, especially if it's something that's old, and we may look Maybe new, look brand new, you know, because that that vending machine there is thirty years old. Amazing, and it looks, you know, the sides anyway look brand out front. Yeah, it looks brand new, absolutely looks brand new. It's amazing what can be done. All right, Roland Wraps. Keep this in mind, Roland Wraps. They're at forty four twenty. Uh, East 43rd Street, right here in North Little Rock. Easy to find, not not difficult at all. And their phone number, 501-945-7474. So 501-945-7474. And I'm sure that you all have a uh, uh, a Facebook page. We do. Is it just Rolling Raps? Rolling Raps. Yes, Rolling okay. Raps. And then there's, Dan, there's, yeah, Raps. And there's D&D Sun Control. Okay. Yeah, we're on Facebook. and Find them and, uh, and use them. You're going to save yourself a lot of money, a whole lot of grief, and things are going to last longer for sure. And when you got people like uh, Evans has, uh, they're going to do the kind of job that you want done. Now, I was just told that, Evans, we're going to be back out here in July, evidently, with you. Yes. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, and that's what I mean. We kind of want to build that that kind of consistency with you and 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 your listeners. And, and one thing I would want anybody, because I'm sure there's somebody going, I don't know what you're talking about wrapping my car. Or, I don't want to tent my cars at dark. Come day. out. It, Check them. Yeah. Talk to them. Just all, that's all I ask. Even at your house, let me come out and, and look at or your business. You know, it costs you nothing for that. All right. For, um, for your business, let me just say we, we've talked about this, and I haven't. I've got two minutes. Tell them about the application you can make. It's not going to stop a bullet, but it sure stops somebody from beating it. It's going to slow. Yes. It's going to slow you. We got a clear film, or it can be tinted. Um, that that's going to stop rocks from a hurricane, or not a hurricane. We're more tornadoes. Um, it's tornado resistant. Um, it's bullet resistant, not bulletproof. And it, but it mainly stops an intruder from smash and grab. Mm-hmm. It they break the window, and the main thing that happens we've seen on video. We've have video of stores we've done here, jewelry stores. They hit the window, it breaks, alarm goes off, and. Uh oh, nothing happened. The window didn't fall out. Now that normally they're going to hit it again, and maybe they hit it two or three or four times. Most people are going to run off, right? And that's over. You got to fix your window, yes. But they're not coming inside your house. The alarm went off, so that's that's one of the biggest benefits. Um, and all, and when we've done several homes as well, that it's just pe- it's just peace of mind, mm-hmm. you know. And and from a tornado standpoint. Why wouldn't you? All right. Evans, this has been great. You've been a great guest. Thank and, you. And uh, we've had a great time just sitting here and talking. We've had some people stop by, joined us as well. Ed, if you're listening, thanks for stopping by. Yes, Ed, fun thanks for getting to you. your car tinted. Yeah, that was a good, t- a good time. And then I'll see you here in a few months. Yes, sir. All right. We've got to take a break, uh, get to the news, and then I'll see you tomorrow here on the Dave Ellswick Show at 2 o'clock from the state capitol, third floor, house side. That all happens starting tomorrow at 2. Until then, you have a great evening.